You in there? Yeah. Did it freeze up again? No, no, it's me. Uh, I gotta stop for a second. Shit. It's me. Wait a minute. Hey, turn on your audio in the back. Yeah, you frozen up though. at preview mode right now so which is weird either way we still recording so you know it's gonna work itself out that record let me see here I'm trying to wait and see if it's uh, gonna catch up you, am I still broadcasting right now mm-hmm good so, trying to work out these di- different particulars, man. Here we go. Uh, let's see here. You flickering in and out sometimes. Uh, I don't feel like it's live. You, but are you seeing it, though, right? Mm-hmm. Let me see here. Because, like, something ain't published right yet, just yet. I'm gonna go ahead and save. Save. I think, I think we should be in there now. We should be. It's a little different than, than what I'm used to. Not seeing nobody. I'm getting frustrated right now. Because it's still broadcast. It is? Yeah. I'm still frozen in the corner. Mm-hmm. So you can hear me talking right now over there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, uh, let me see here. Let me get some... Uh, let me open up a different browser window. Maybe I can see it from that point. You know, you know what I'm saying? So... Like three like, people, it's three people watching. Okay, they're showing up then. All right, cool. Let's see what's popping now. Yeah, here we go. All right, it was just, it was just, you know what I'm saying, having trouble, I guess, uh, updating or whatever. So, let me start tagging some folks. How about that? Five, six. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what it is. I'm looking at multiple streams. That's what it is. So it's showing the different spots. All right, we cool. So, man, like while we go ahead and, you know what I'm saying, finish working out the details on everything, go ahead and, um, you know, let, let's let's run down the list of stuff, you know, like uh, that we just glanced at. And, you know what I'm saying, we just kept it pushing, you know. Because there's a lot of stuff, man, you know. Which... What can you think of off, off the top of your head? <laughs> it's it's so many things, right? I don't even like talking about four to five. Nah, I, man, I don't either, man. It's like 
But, but again, you gotta you gotta pay him some attention though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Then it, then the the, the the mosque shooting. Yeah. You know we ain't really. But, but how do we get gun reform in ten days? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, actually having a an equitable conversation that leads to a solution in ten days, right? Right, look, we're going we gonna to have something on the table for y'all in 10 days mm-hmm. that we need to talk about. Yeah. Like, w- without no type of agenda where you're trying to please people and satisfy them, and, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's crazy to think about, you know, on such a difficult topic as it is, you know? Exactly, but <clears throat> we, we, we stayed fresh off of mad shoot. Mm-hmm. We ain't never talk about no gun reform. Yeah, man, it's and, and like, what does that look like? And and I think uh, when you start putting black people in that conversation, man, you know, it's it's like I I, I dare to say it that a lot of us just don't know which way to go with it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's a slippery slope. Right. Uh, like, what are you afraid of? Because we gonna care anyway. Yep. <laughs> right, I mean, and, and and the goal is to be legal, you know. So, exactly. but the people that got the most complaints about it ain't trying to be legal, no way. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, I argue that the people that that the people that's not trying to be legal, they don't they don't really care about a whole list of things that's not right. So, it's it's like there's a pick and choose type of situation. The political motive that's associated with it that that is constantly evolving, and then what you can't also pick out is whatever rhetoric that they got associated with it. You see what I'm saying? Right. So like, what's the agenda? You know. Um, but yeah, I, I don't. I'm with you. I, I've gotten to the point now when it when it comes down to issues like that, it's not really our business. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yep, we see it. That's why we gonna have it like in an honorable mention. That's not to dismiss the fact that 49 people got shot up, you know? Um, I thought, I think the number's up to 51 now. Okay, yeah. Well, 49 people was initially shot, and then 51, yeah, yeah okay. So, because, like, we, we just got the deaths off the bat. We didn't even get the the folks that was in triage, you know what I'm saying, that that uh, right. was still, you know, being treated medically, you know? And we never talked about those people either. No. Nah. Triage. Yeah. The people that have to go through those, go through those bodies. Man, they gotta get tired of that. But like in a country like New Zealand, I don't know what their protocols are for for mass casualty situation. You know what I'm saying? Because you would even think that they would have, um, you know, I don't know, maybe some uh, significant weather issues at some point. Right. That you know, because based on geographic location, but I don't know the history of the place, and then. This was very unique to them. I can't think of nothing uh, that's happened in New Zealand before that, you know, before that, that moment in time, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. So, um, what else? What else was going on, man? Um, so, there's been a set of rumors out there uh, uh based on a quote that is believed to have come from Avant saying that he has six months to live. You know? I thought it. 
And then I went on Snopes to find out if it was true or not, and Snopes said it's false. So based on the fact that there's a conflict of information, you know, like I think the one of the situations we were talking about before, we just need to wait for more information, man. You know. And I saw like a somebody made a like a like one of the side by side photos where he was like real big on one and then like real sick on the other one. Yeah, I think part of that too is that he was probably actually sick. I I don't doubt that, but like based on information, man, I'm I'm not in no position to say. Go right. confirm that man's health situation. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, I say it's, uh, I, I want to see the man get better. He's still too young to be, to be dealing with some of the things that he got going on. Hey, what's up, Wes? Um, yeah, I, I don't want to see nobody deal with no, no unnecessary, uh, issues like that. But, you know, hey, man, <laughs> it's not, there ain't no script to it, you know? And I don't even want to say what it looked like. No. So I ain't say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because what it looked like and what it is is always something, you know what I'm saying, different, okay. man. Mm-hmm. you the first one over there. They ain't trying to die on that hill. Right, right. Don't die on that hill. That This is not our hill to die on. This story will be updated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and I'm not, I'm not in the business of... Uh, of uh, trying to uh, latch on to one or two nuggets of information and make it an absolute. I think of people... Because that shit just came out of nowhere. Like. Right, yeah. I mean, I bet it came out of nowhere for him, too. You know? Right. That's got to be fucked up when you wake up and be like, damn, I only got six months. Yeah, six months go by quick, too, man. And you ain't typed that. Bruh. It's... Stuff was doofus, but it was... the rumors are false. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lupus a dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first person I thought of was Charlie Murphy. You know? Remember? That's what he, like, on that picture? Yeah, on that picture. He looked like yeah. he was dealing with something like Charlie Murphy was, and you know what I'm saying, before... Um, Does Charlie Murphy have lupus? I think... It's, let me was look it, it like a form of cancer or something? I'm going to look it up real quick. You know what I'm saying? I got the whole internet in front of me right now. Charlie Murphy calls it... <laughs> And that, that next slide is hilarious. <laughs> I gotta go back. Yeah, it's, it's hitting with my trigger keys. I gotta figure that. He died from leukemia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That other slide is hilarious, though, man. That's crazy. Hey, I, I feel like putting some petty stuff up there today, man. You know? That's nasty. Yeah, because, like, man, look, we've been talking. Uh, it's cool to talk about the serious stuff all the time, man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's stuff that impacts our community, too, but. We got to take a break from some of that and try to weave in the tomfoolery, too. You know what I'm saying? We got to have some balance, you know? Man, you got to have to keep from shooting shit up, man. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> and for lack of better terms, back of, lack of better words, it's not the time for that. <laughs> that was too soon, my that, bad. Way man. too soon, man. You know? Hey, and, and not to dwell on that, but mass shootings, even though... We don't predominantly live in in areas where those things occur. We're not necessarily in the same areas to 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 increase our ability to be targeted in that area. It still feels like it it happens too close. You know what I'm saying? Like no matter where it happens, it's too close. Yeah. So, and you uh, just never know. Like maybe we are so be closer than we think. I never know when I'm just going to be at the grocery store and somebody just decided, hey, 
Mm-hmm. I'm finna light up the Winn Dixie. Yeah. It, it's um. I mean, like, I you can't you can't just live, stay in your house. You know what I'm saying? You gotta no, get out and live. Well, that's something I, I didn't. That's ain't nothing I thought about 15 years ago. No. It's something I think about today when I go outside when I'm in a large crowd. Man, what if one of these dudes start firing off in here? Mm-hmm. What if a fight break out or something? You know what I'm saying? What if somebody ain't here with their side piece and that's gonna start to shoot up? Yeah. Um, what if you get hit by one of the good guys with a gun? You know? Right. They start firing off and I just get shot on the trying to run out the gate. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what else we need to follow up on? Uh, you remember when that uh, that cop uh, that cop went in guns blazing and I had my man Brian on um, call in? Mm-hmm. I need to follow up on that and see, you know what I'm saying, see what happened. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of shots. And, you know what I'm saying, like... Oh, yeah, that's the uh, the 43 shots in 17 seconds. Yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, something like that, yeah. You know, so... Somebody wasn't talking to somebody either way. <laughs> so... Man, no communication. That was a pretty big story. I, I do want to know what happened with that. Yeah, like, but see how fast it got swept, you know? Uh, it's so many, man. It's like... It's like every week some shit going like Jesus. Like I saw one one article, cop. We found out he was in some type of neo Nazi group or whatever. Like oh, in Virginia. Yeah, you y'all knew that when y'all hired him though. Yeah. That's pro. That was probably part of the criteria to hire him. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> he's only one. Oh yeah, like, you don't. He, with him today. he didn't pay his dues. Yeah, like you don't qualify. You don't. You're not part <laughs> of. <them. laughs> see, y'all just gonna put him in. See, white people do that shit. When they mm-hmm. <laughs> you fuck around and cross the line, they'll put you out there that you let you be seen. Mm-hmm. Man, so I dare tell on the squad. Man, so like we we talk about close to home, and uh, you know, uh, we you know we had a good conversation earlier about you know things that's uh, in our community as we always talk about, and especially when they hit home, based on folks we know or people that's been directly impacted in general, right? Right. And and a lot of these folks, man, we already know are working uh, uh, with at risk circumstances, high risk circumstances. Like, and I want to talk about that first slide that I got up there. You know, what I'm saying folks with high risk relatives. You know, high risk being folks that's in the street, your street cats. You know what I'm saying? That's in your family. Like, if they don't have insurance, man, go ahead and send them my way. You know, <laughs> it's about to get hot. They gonna do what they do anyway. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, man. hey, like, go ahead and tell them to holler at the plug. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> because on one hand, I was prepared for the criticism, and and then on the other hand, I was like, you know, we got to start doing stuff that gentrify our own communities, right? <laughs> and and this kind of fucked up, but like. If you got a cat that's out there in your in your community that's tearing your neighborhood up, and you know they're gonna get murked, you know they're living a life that's gonna pay them back with, with with iron and heat, right? You got to go ahead and get some insurance on them cats. You know what I'm saying, Rashid? What's happening, man? You got to go ahead and get some insurance on them cats. So when they tear up the neighborhood, it wasn't for nothing. <laughs> you know, it, it's like let me get this hundred and fifty thousand dollar policy. You go ahead and do what you do. When, when they when they get ready to um you know what I'm saying call you home your your funeral paid for and they cash you out with 150k 
and we buy two houses in the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Or build a park in your name. You know? And we cremate you and make you a tree. And we cre- yeah, and put <laughs> and put you in the park. You know what but I'm saying? Because you wanna you wanna be part of the neighborhood like that. So you know? now you are the neighborhood. Put a nice little tire <laughs> <laughs> You you know what I'm saying? Like we might as well. Like they, cause they pride themselves saying, I'm gonna be here till I die. My legacy gonna my legend gonna live on. They wanna be all of that, right? So why not live on in a nice park community? With some nice swing sets, a little sandbox fam, all of that. Yeah. They're gonna die anyway. Yeah. Like, that's what I think about it. Like, they're gonna die anyway. Bro, when you start putting up these different uh, uh, structures that commemorate uh, the person whose insurance paid for it, you know, uh, um, it, it's either gonna serve a couple of different purposes. Number one, you wanna live your life long enough so it means something, right? Right. Number two, you don't want to build a name after you prematurely. You don't want to be named after nothing prematurely. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because, you know, as as our Army days, uh, um, you know, uh, capture, if you walk, if you go to Howe's Theater, just believe that somebody named Howe's got blown up or shot. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, that the name of that building, <laughs> yeah, you get no receipt for that. that yeah, like, you ain't get no receipt for that for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Hey, Kev, they, they may not be able to spell policy, but that's what I'm saying, though. We need to get the family members that can. You know what I'm saying? He's the guy who spells it. <laughs> they spell policy. Policy. They don't have to know how to spell policy to sign one. Yeah, like, straight up. You know what I'm saying? And, and generally speaking, they don't know what they sign it anyway. Anyway. <laughs> or, or they're not going to care enough. Let me say it that way. But if you could talk to them and you know they ain't finna change up, like, has anyone ever tried that conversation? That's another question, too, you know? Like, how do you tell your at-risk family member that all, that's committed fully to the grind? You know what I'm saying? To whatever bag they after. Nope. If he, if he fully committed to the track. Mm-hmm. You just, it's only one way to have that conversation. Just say, hey, man, this is what we gonna do. I know you out there getting it how you live. So, mm-hmm. when you stop living, this is the plan. Yeah. You, you still got kids. You know what I'm saying? You got other folks that's depending on you. Because, like, this is the other part where that responsibility come in. A lot of folks saying, man, yo, this is how I eat. You know what I'm saying? All my money come out the street, whatever. That's cool. Because I don't fault with nobody do to get paid to take care of their folks. You know what I'm saying? Because I ain't, I, ain't I ain't in that situation. And who am I? Pass negative judgment in a community where you know what I'm saying I'm not the person that has the same risk that that person has. You know, just because my life ain't <coughs> the same way um, doesn't mean that you know it gives me a pass to have you know what I'm saying whatever opinion about it. But if you can sit down and commit, convince them, like if you got that same kind of energy, you know what I'm saying, like become an investment for your neighborhood. You know what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, make make your um, make your mark. You know, carve your name out in the sand and not just. I mean, not, not carve it in stone and not in sand. That's what I'm trying to say. Right. <coughs> Look at it that way. Yep. For your neighborhood. Yeah, because everybody want to live on the beach, but when the tide come in and it wash, it washes away whatever you've done. You got to put a structure out there. You got to have something. 
that 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 dignifies your legacy, you know. Yeah, look at that. I got and I got a couple insurance cats that's already in here on it too. Let me tag my boy John too. <laughs> look at they already trying to sell. Producer insurance, producer yeah. license in insurance. I don't understand everything that is to know about that. But what I'm, is that? What is that? I, I, I'm not quite certain, but I'm pretty sure. Uh, that Smith, what what is that? Uh, look, I, yeah, I could probably call him in a minute. Let's yeah, see. let me call Kevin. Get on his nerves real quick. Kevin, I'm about to call you, man. <coughs> Final expense, mortgage protection, critical illness. Man, you, you all right, bro? You trying? Oh, that's just gas. Oh. <laughs> Just straight to it. It's just gas, man. I think call Kevin get on his nerves real quick. I want to say Kevin Smith is an LSU fan too. Eh? No, he's an Auburn fan. Oh shit! Yo, what, what's going on, man? It's Vic. What's happening, dude? Hey, what's going on, man? You want to talk to me about some insurance or something, man? What, what you got? I saw you. Oh man, cool. yeah, yeah, man. I, I yeah, man. Uh. Uh, first of all, you know, I always appreciate, you know, talking to you and everything, man, because you, you're doing some good shit here. And uh, what, what's, what's, what's my guy on the, on the, on the other line there? No, that, that, that's my cousin, Andrew, man. Andrew Davis. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew. What's up, man? Uh, good to hear from you and uh, talk to you as well here. Yeah, uh, so re- real quick, you know, <clears throat> um, I just got my, 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 my insurance producer license, meaning that, uh, I'm, I'm basically a broker uh, in the insurance game, so I represent the people. I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I, I, you know, am I up under a, a company? Yes, but you know, my, 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 my goal and my key is to take care of the people. Um, I represent them, so I try my best to uh, uh, get them insured. Uh, you know, I have about thirty plus A rated companies that I can go through to make sure they get you know what they need that's gonna fit there their budgets and stuff like that so i'm basically you know shop around for them to make sure that they get what they need okay. so that's where the, the that's what that's that's what it means when i say uh producer my, my, my producer's license okay so, gotcha. uh, but so so here in, in alabama you know in the state of alabama um you know i i, I just represent everybody so i can you know you know i i, I call people all the time <clears throat> excuse me i call people up um, you know, they send in information to these to these companies, or rather, um, say for instance, like for mortgage protection, what they do is uh, uh, when they folks go out there and buy a house, the, uh, those lenders um, they will send them this this notification because they don't do this anymore. They reach out to the insurance companies for this mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. mortgage protection. So what they will do is uh, they send them this notification. Uh, the uh, the people. Uh, that 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 they got this this loan with the mortgage company. They fill it out, send it back in, looking for some type of protection. That protection includes um, um, death benefits. You know, if anything particularly happens to them, and you know, the mortgage company they gonna want their payment regardless. Mm-hmm. And uh, what what we do is is uh, there's an insurance for that where. Um, these insurance companies will, you know, depending on, you know, you have to qualify for these things. So depending on your age and your health and stuff like that, yep. uh, they will either pay off your mortgage in full in the event of, uh, of, of, of death or 
um, critical illness, you know, they'll pay your monthly payments for you for a period of time, whether that's one, two, three, four, five years or whatever, until uh, until whoever, the spouse, the beneficiary, gets on their feet, they get in a position to sell their house or something or move and stuff. Those things like that are covered with that type of insurance. Mm-hmm. Um so, um, so yeah, that you know, that that's just a just a just a short example. Okay. Of course, you know, we all know what life and health insurance is and stuff like that. Well, uh, crit- critical illness, uh, I deal with retirement savings and stuff okay. like that. You know, a lot of people, a lot of people don't know is, is that if you out there and you work for a corporation, you got your money in a full one k or uh, a CD and all this kind of stuff here. Those things are affected by the market, mm-hmm. and like I say, if the market crashes or something like that, yeah. your money goes down. Yeah, you know, so it, it, it depends on that. But with 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 with, with an annuity, uh, that money is protected. So you know, your, your your terms are level, and you can you pay in on that insurance onto that into that annuity. Your money is protected, and it continues to grow regardless of the market. Okay, so. Uh, you're speaking on the investment aspect of it too, and uh, because a lot of people don't think about investment when it comes down to insurance, but it absolutely uh-huh. is. You can use it as financial capital. You can use it as leverage when you get. It makes you attractive to lenders. It shows responsibility, and it's also liquid yep. cash that can be touched. But let me ask you a question based on all the things that you just brought up. So we're talking about having an at-risk family member. Let me give you a practical situation that uh, a lot of people in our community deal with. Let's say we got a, a high-risk family member, right, in them streets. Uh-huh. We know that they're going to get murked this summer, right? Yeah, yeah. If, let's just say I put the house, I put my house in my at-risk family member's name, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, no, I'm the one that's in the street, so, uh, no, no, no. I'm the, at, I'm the uh, one that's in the street. I get the house put in my name. But I purchased your insurance because everything I've been taking care of been really me just getting money out the streets to do it, right? Right. So as long as I pay my insurance premium and if something happens to me because I'm out there living like that, the house get taken care of, don't nobody got to worry about moving, none of that stuff, right? Right. Okay, what are some other things that would keep, what are some things that would keep somebody from getting insurance? Aside from money. You know, like, I understand health and eligibility, you got to take a physical, but let's just say I smoke weed, you know what I'm saying? Or I, I like to dabble. It's only, only only tobacco. Only tobacco, okay. Only tobacco, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So if you, if you smoke tobacco, probably, you know what I'm saying? I, I just came from uh, Atlanta uh, Friday, and um, they had uh, uh, two from a seminar with, uh, with with my group, my company. Mm-hmm. And um, they had, they you know, they had uh, several insurance companies out there representing and talking about, uh, you know, the insurance and the, and the different products that they carry. They all specify simply tobacco. So yeah, if you smoke in whatever else and it's not tobacco, you're pretty much good. But if it affects your health and your health is on a decline, yeah, that's going that's that's going to play a part into qualification and stuff like that. Everything doesn't necessarily. All insurance does not require a medical exam or anything like that. You don't necessarily have to go through that. There are different type of policies. That's why I said everybody has a number of policies. Now, if you're high risk, you know, they're going to make you take 
uh, a mental, uh, an, an exam, uh, uh, things of that such. So if you say, say this, if you got COPD, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to go through an exam. Well, that, that makes sense. Okay, so when I say high risk, I'm talking about lifestyle. Okay, lifestyle, no, no, no. no. So that's nothing so that can preclude okay. somebody just based on lifestyle. Then you know, no, no, okay. no. Basically, they, the, the, the the number one question is. Do you smoke tobacco or use any tobacco products? Yes or no, period. Mm-hmm. And yep. then everything else would be major illnesses or critical illnesses such as cancer, diabetes, and and, 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 and so forth and so on. COPD, uh, you know, lupus and stuff like that. You know, we were just talking about lupus with A1 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So things like that would be uh, on the major side, but... You know, for, for, for basic and normal insurance and stuff like that, man, you're pretty much good if you, if, you know, the, you know with, with, with whatever lifestyle that you live in. Okay. Hey, Drew, you got something you want to ask or add? Uh, yeah. What, we was talking about the tobacco. What have you have previously used tobacco? You ain't got to well, tell them that. <laughs> previously used, it would be like within, in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't if you haven't done any any tobacco, see this is this is what I would ask. Have you used do you use tobacco any, any tobacco products now? No. Have you in the last twelve months you say no or yes with it whichever way, you know, then I, I I put that down and you know, that's gonna be part of the qualification. Would that change would that make a difference here? It 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 depends on the insurance company at that point. Mm-hmm. Some insurance companies are more lenient than others. Others are stricter. So, you know, it just depends. But in in my case, as as the type of licensed carrier that I am, I'm gonna shop for you. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna. I'm, my 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 goal. My 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 goal is to get you approved. So I'm gonna go down that list. You know, if I got to go through every thirty, you know, thirty plus carriers, I'm gonna go through each one of them. To get you approved, if that's what you're looking for, so Kev, and get you the best price. So, Kev, what what do you do to market yourself to black people about life insurance? Because you know, we are the ones that are still learning about this. Because Cass just added a pretty good question. She says, uh, "Nobody's actually explained to people the reason for having insurance." You know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. C- c- because I can agree with that to some degree because. Yeah, you know it's gonna fix your car, right? But you also, but but more importantly for black people, uh, for a time was, yeah. I need to get some insurance because I don't want to get pulled over and get a ticket for not having no insurance. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Versus actually fixing the car, you know. Well, um, and, and, and to, to that big, and I, I will say this because you know I, I am relatively new to this game here, so I'm I'm still in the learning stages of uh, uh, of all this. My Myself, you know, I, I, man, as far as, 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 as my people, us go and stuff like that, you know, I'm, I'm here in, in, you know, you know where I'm at, I'm in Alabama. Yep. So okay. I come from the hood. Okay. I come from the hood. I'm, I'm out of West End and all this kind of stuff here. So, so I will particularly touch base with those demographics. Yeah. So to, to reach out to these people and stuff like that. But you know that it had, and I'm gonna tell you like this, yeah, man. It is hard. It is really a hard deal uh, uh, getting us to understand how important, mm. how important it is. Because the first thing that comes out 
out, 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 out of their mouths is number one, I don't need it. Number two, I'm healthy. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. We good. Number three, which would probably be number one, is that I can't afford it or it's too high. Okay. Well, let me ask you. This is where I come in, and I said, "Well, let me ask you this: If you had to choose between paying eighty dollars a month for your premium, and uh, as opposed to paying fifteen hundred dollars when you ain't got that, yeah. when you and your spouse, would you rather pay eighty dollars a month? Come up with eighty dollars a month." Or if something happened to you without insurance, some 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 type of insurance that would take care of the the the, the uh, your your major debt, which is would be mortgages and, and 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 things of that nature, or would you rather leave them with that fifteen hundred dollar mortgage, or even seven hundred dollars, or even yeah. if you're talking about eighty dollars is too much debt, three hundred dollars a month mortgage. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, I'm saying? I follow you completely, man. Cause like, uh, so you know, it's, it's trying to get these people to understand. Look, you know, stop thinking about what you can't do and think about what you need to do in order to better not just you yourself, mm-hmm. but the people that you care about. What made you get and into doing? Ins- uh, made you get into doing insurance? You want to know the truth, man? Yeah, uh, don't lie to I me. Had, I, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Listen, man. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't have uh, an inkling about insurance. I got some folks. My, my 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 insurance agent, um, uh, you know, he he bad. He, I mean, he, he is good. He 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 got a couple of uh, his own agencies. He's running with Allstate. He okay. got a couple of his own agencies out out here in Alabama. But for me, my wife actually found this for me, man. Mm-hmm. She found this for me. She she said she she was just like Kevin. This fits your personality. You love people. You love to get in front of people. You like talking to people. You talk to strangers. You know she'll she'll, she'll be the first one to tell you. Draw a face on the wall, and I can make that face on the wall talk back to me. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's what she 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 saw this would be a good thing for me in that aspect. And I'm the one that's always like, okay, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. Second to that, right there, is that I wanted out of corporate America. I, I, I if, if, if I don't, re- if, if I don't regret nothing else, I mean, yeah, I don't regret getting out of corporate America. I worked for the phone company for almost twenty years, mm-hmm. and that phone company is AT and T or Bell South slash AT and T, whatever you want to call it. Oh, that's the I good job in the state of Alabama, man. Like you want to work for yeah, yeah, Budweiser. Yeah, yeah. Barbers. My mama did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Alabama Power. <laughs> but 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 the thing is though, Vic, with with, 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 with with that company, as I as I kept growing into it, and the 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 more time I spent in it and stuff like that, I started seeing you know your eyes open to a lot of stuff, and I just started seeing how as a corporation, corporations don't care about no. not one of us. No, one of us. It's it's all about that dollar. And I get that. And, you know, I'm not hating on that. I'm not hating on that at all. Because that's what you do as a business, as a corporate business. That's what you're supposed to do. I get that. But see, as a person, as a man, as a a guy with with morals, you know, you're not going to treat me just no any kind of way. Have me doing all of this stuff here. You ain't willing to give me a damn thing with it either. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You t- you taking more from me here. You know, so it, 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 that was that was not a hard choice. When I got to that realization, it was not a hard choice for me to decide to, you know what, I'm out of that. I want to do something else, and I will try everything else and find my thing, yeah. my true thing. Mm-hmm. And that's, 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 that's why I'm into this insurance business now, because it really is for the people. I'm not working for a company that's not about the people. They're even more, they're number one priority. And I ain't going to lie to you, y'all. Anybody out there, this company that I work for, the Symmetry Financial Group, the, the Symmetry Group, uh, Symmetry spelled S-Y-M-M-E-T-R-Y, which stands for balance. They want you to be in a place where you are your own agency on you you run in your own agency this is what they try to prep you for if you if you got any leadership qualities they want you to be that leader they want you to run your own company that way you ain't got to sit out there in the field all day every day for 10 15 20 years and stuff like that they want you to branch out so that you can enjoy the fruits of life. They want you to go out there and be able to, you know, take your family on vacation after vacation or do whatever the hell, go golfing or whatever. If you just want to swim, just go swim and you ain't got to worry about it because you're still going to be financially in a position to where you don't have to worry about finance. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I think that's where, 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 like you always say, Vic, you know what I'm saying? We got to get ourselves in a position to where we own in something. Yeah. We got to have something to, 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 to give back, even if it's just simply to your family or your, your, your children. You know what I'm saying? We need something leverage. That you got, we, we need leverage. We need, That's the word right there. And, and, leverage. And the point being is that insurance is part of that whole thing because Oh, no doubt. People don't people don't see people don't see insurance as viable because they look they're like, What I'm gonna need it for? I'm dead. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> they don't see the come up. Though. Yeah, like and and it was like they don't see the come up in the insurance. Yeah, like like hey Drew, you know like even when you're in the army when they give you that SGLI they say yeah man it's four hundred thousand you know what I'm saying people used to make uh, jokes about folks getting whacked for the four hundred thousand by their spouse you know what I'm saying right but like we actually saw that last year well attempted anyway he was in the news yeah. some lady came from Detroit and killed a uh, soldier friend, soldier boyfriend, uh, no, soldier husband, I'm sorry, not in Fort Stewart, but, but anyway, insurance was part of that, but the lack of education of how insurance works is right. what led to that stupidity anyway, you know? Right. So right. That, I think that is a major intelligence gap in our community that uh, we can yeah. address, and Sam just hit a great point. He said insurance is something I think only entrepreneurs can fix, and and I agree, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Totally, mm-hmm. totally, right there, and that's and that that's that's part of my my ultimate goal is to be that entrepreneur in this game here. Because if if people don't know, if y'all go out there and look at the numbers, the insurance game, the money that's in is is in the multi trillions. Y'all hear me? Yeah, multi trillion dollar industry, bro. When you think about it, like let's just say the the, the most basic insurance is out there, right? We're going to go with car insurance because everybody that owns a car has to have insurance, you know? Gotcha. Right. Whether they're paying for it or not, it's something else. Um, right. And, and uh, what I'd say is this. Think about how long you've been responsible, responsible operating your vehicle and never use your insurance. You've just been front money that the insurance company 
invest, you know what I'm saying, like crazy, you know, on new programs and everything else. Um, so when, when we look at this, like we got to find a way to use that to our benefit because there's other uh, programs out there. For instance, I have um, um, 150K policy with uh, State Farm. It's called 20 Pay Life. And it's about three, it's about three grand a year, you know, um, on average. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- like, that's just one, I usually pay it one time and I'm done with it, you know. Uh, but the principal investments of based on my age range when I got the policy, I think it's about $52,000. It's what I got to commit to on the principal. But in uh-huh. 20 years, you know, like, uh, actually in another five years, it'll probably work $206,000. So, and at that yeah. point, at, that's the cash value. So I could take that out and I can go do something right. else with it. Right. You know? Whatever you want to do with it. Right. So it's a savings account. And not only that, I use the same principal balance as a, a part of my asset sheet when I'm going to go, uh, like if I need to borrow money or something and I need a big loan, I got to put up all my collateral. I use that as my collateral because it says anything that's interest bearing is something that you can count as future money too. That's future money. So. And see, that's what, that's what, that's, 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 that's called, that, that's in, which is, which, what, what's your, what's your term here? Bet on yourself? Well, yeah, you just invested in it. Hey, I just bet on myself, man. Put my chips on the table, man. You know what I'm saying? So like, there's no, anything that's advertised a whole lot, um, like they, you get advertised cars a lot, you get advertised mm-hmm. cell phone service, you get advertised the phones itself, and you get a lot of insurance advertisement. State Farm mm-hmm. run ads all year round mm-hmm. between Aaron yep. Rodgers and, and CP3. Like you associate athletes now with insurance, you know what I'm saying? Right. Right. So, so that, money at? that's where the money at, man, because people like to pay for uncertainty. You know what I'm saying? Right. People go to church and pay for uncertainty when they put money in the plate. Why wouldn't you bet on yourself with that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, yeah, we, 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 the way we're talking here, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer. Yeah. So, you know, so, um, but, but getting people to, to see it in that, in, in, the, in that, in, uh, on that level, in that aspect, of a, uh, as a as a no brainer situation here, you know it's it's really hard because people already think they got it made or they got it uh, got everything under control. When in fact you 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 you're not even halfway there. You're just not. So no. so to to all my people, everybody out there, look here, man. You better get it. You you better get some in some some form or fashion. You better you better get you some insurance here. And mm-hmm. like I say, I, yeah, I, I, have, have I have I promoted myself to an extent at this point here? Listen, I I've, I've only I've only had my my license for about a month now. You see what I'm saying? Right. So 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 like I said, that's why I say I'm 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 new in this game here. But but from all of the the reading that I've been doing, all of the studying, and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, can I see the importance of it? On uh, and, you know uh, the value. Let, let me change that. The value of it. Yep. It's not. It's, 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 that's that's yeah. the difference between importance man, and, and the word value. There's a value in this thing uh, here, man. Y'all people get uh, you some insurance, some kind of way or another. Man, look, you said a key word in that thing, and. And I'm all up there. You've seen the way that I communicate on social media. Words mean shit. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. there's a huge difference in someone saying that person was instrumental in a task being accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And then somebody saying, "Well, he did them, good them, work them." You know, those are two different right. things. <laughs> those are totally com- different. Completely different. You know what I'm saying? So like, that it makes sense, man. So, um. Yeah, man, that, that's 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 what I I, I would I, I would say, man. I pr- I appreciate you calling me up on that, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, because that uh, you know, it th- number one thing. Oh, oh, let me let me say this here. Um, I got a I got a homegirl here. She's a uh, she's a mortgage. She just got her uh, she's she's a real estate agent. And she just got her her broker license in real estate too, and uh, she's about to host an event coming up in March and. You know, this is going to be my opportunity right here to speak to to, to, to to the people here. She wants me to come out there and and speak on this this exact topic right here to make folks understand how important it is to get you know if nothing else get you some mortgage protection or get you some final expense because hey it costs when you die. Yeah, well I think it costs money. <laughs> hey, you know what I like to see you do? Um, put together like. Some spreadsheets or, or something that's visual uh, represented, and then mm-hmm. start your own thing, man. You know what, what we oh, can. Oh, no doubt. So break it down to the lowest common denominator. You know what I'm saying? You, okay. Okay. Yeah, like if we got to take our if we got to take our shoes off the count. You know what I'm saying to see the investment value of it. Then you know, then so be it. Like my cousin Drew got in a um, got in an accident a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. and he had just bought some insurance before that. You know, so it. it like, like Drew, what, what was your experience with that piece? The life insurance, like, I actually got the life insurance after the accident. Okay, okay. So, we, the accident was, me and my girl was in the car. She was six months pregnant at the time, six or seven months pregnant at the time. Guy did a U-turn in the middle of the street, man, just cleaned us up. Mm. So, shit, after that, I was like, I called the insurance dude the next morning, like, to get him out here the next week, like, because, you know what I'm saying, it could have happened just that fast. Yeah. Yeah. So then, since then, I've had an accident and a neck surgery, so it's like, and I'm almost 40, so it's just time to start locking certain stuff down. Yep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And was the first was the first thing I thought about, especially after that accident, like, which, yeah, anything and, 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 yeah. and you can't and, leave and, your foot flat your story, Drew, right there alone should, should should speak a lot to people. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm glad that you, you know, I, well, number one, I, I hate that that had to be the realization of it all. But people, don't wait. Don't wait. You know what I'm saying? Because things happen every single day. You don't know when it's going to happen, how it's going to happen, or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? Just, we we, we, we got to protect ourselves. We got to protect Protect, protect you, your family, protect those people, protect yourself and stuff like that. Don't wait till it's too late because, you know what I'm saying, there was nothing that, you know, now if anything happens to you, you're covered, of course. But before then, if you, did, if you don't have anything and, and, and something happens to you and you ain't covered, you ain't covered. And you, 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 don't, you don't have anything to... To leave anybody, no, there's no help, there's no, there's no guarantee, no nothing like that. So, thoughts and prayers. Uh, That's all you leave behind. Thoughts and prayers. That's it. Yeah, yeah, and and, and and how far that was gonna go? 
Man, Honestly. It depends on where you live. <laughs> <laughs> hey. So, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it, 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 and, and still, it, it's just that, that, that that's no guarantee. So, mm-hmm. so, so, so to everybody, anybody out there, listen to me right now. Hear it. Hear. Uh, Drew just gave his story. Anything can happen. I mean, these people out there in, in New Zealand uh, or wherever, uh, you know, Columbine, all of this stuff that is happening out here in the world, if you ain't protected, ain't nobody else behind you protected. Sorry. Dedicate, you know. But, hey, man, I appreciate you dedicating a few minutes of your time to chime in and give us some game. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, good, oh, no doubt. Good luck to you in this venture. And, and I look forward to you being able to share more information. Um, I sure will. You know, I sure will. Because as, lo- as long as I'm learning and, 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 and getting more understanding here, I will spread it. For amen. real. For real. Yeah, and and I'm, 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 I'm going to, well, and what I will do, just like you just said, you know, you, you want to break down here? I ain't got no problem with that here. I will make that breakdown, put hey. it out there and stuff like that. And we, we, we. Let's network this time. Hey, man, we need to break down life insurance for dope boys and street cats. Okay. <laughs> That's where we need to start, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, look, yeah. if we... If, okay. Because we can, let me hit you with this right here. So, so like... Whatever we want, baby, we start with them. Yeah, like, say that again, Drew. We can get back whatever we want if we start with the drug dealers. Yep. Like, like and, and here's the logic with that. So... Dope boys and street cats that's in, in every hood that, that we get, you know, like uh, the most flack for, right? Uh-huh. They love the lore of owning the neighborhood and being that cat, being that dude. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if if we can convince them the importance of them having uh, life insurance and them yeah. getting invested against the right thing, and yeah. that's that's creating a different stake in equity in the same neighborhood that they claim to run. Like right. we, at some point, it's only so long you can run a block before you should you should, before you should be thinking about setting a plan to own the block. You know, right? And, nobody's coming to replace you. Yeah, ain't nobody coming to replace you, man. You, <laughs> nobody is coming to replace. You. Oh well, ain't nobody gonna replace you specifically. But I understand what you're saying. Right. Somebody finna step in that gap either way. Right. And I think, like, maybe, like, you was talking about earlier, Vicks. Like, okay, we take the policy, we cash out his family, and we buy some buildings, we buy a house on the, on the, in the neighborhood or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So, maybe if he got kids, you know what I'm saying, we throw them a, a percentage of whatever building that gets bought with the policy. Put the building Just in so their name. Just put their name on the deed. Yeah, put their name on the deed, man. I mean, like, that's that's different ways to leverage insurance. That's the whole point that I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if if all these cats that, you know, that's uh, heavily invested in the social climate of their neighborhood, if they haven't had this chance to look at, you know, uh, uh, creating a different kind of leverage, and maybe some might be interested in it, maybe some won't, you know what I'm saying? But when you put it in perspective that, you know, you leaving your death and dis- you leaving your, your trail of destruction, by the life that you live, even while you're alive, you think it's going to be easier for them to deal with when you go? Right. Right. Especially if you right. committed to a ride-or-die lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. like, going forward, I haven't seen anybody be able to present that topic 
um, in in a conversation that's digestible and something that means something to them, you know. So well, I'm the, damn sure finna work on that right there. Look, hey, look at that. Come to Cold Talk and get you some motivation. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what you're talking about right there, man. Yeah. That, 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 that's, that's, that's why I'm always tuned in, bro. I mean, look, we got to right take there. we gotta take what we're good at and learn how to make that one thing that we're good at very good, very great. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, man, yeah, uh, I don't I don't have any other questions for you, man, unless you got something you want to add for the crowd. But I tell you what else you can do. You can leave whatever your website uh, links to, to, to uh, get in contact with you directly in the comments. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, so people can you know, at least scroll back through it and find out. And um, down the line, matter of fact, when I get ready to repost this video on YouTube, if you got that information, just go ahead and inbox it to me. I'm going to start reposting everybody's links that, that uh, contribute, you know what I'm saying, so then get them some exposure, man, you know. Okay. Because uh, ultimately, I'm trying to get it to where – Every time I do a cold talk, I want to be able to talk to at least one entrepreneur who has, you know, a product, a service, or something like that. And then if yep. they got links to their to their uh, craft or their purchases and their products and stuff like that, I want to be able to mm-hmm. repost their links with mine just so, you know, I don't want no money from it. Not yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, 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 no, hey, but, but I think, I think the key to success, your success has to be rooted in helping somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not just you yeah. getting paid off of somebody else. You gotta. Right. You you know what I'm saying? Like See, so. This how you do it. You give them the free promo now, right? Yep. The free promo give now. The free promo now. So then when you blow right. up, then he can come back and give you some ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. 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 Well, but yeah. So uh, I, I I definitely. Uh, do that, that do that, Vic. That, that is not a problem with me and stuff like that. Uh, because you know, this is you know, you talk about it all the time, you got to market yourself, you know, to, 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 to get ahead in this thing, yeah. So, uh, you know, and and like I said, I, I am I am fairly new to this game here, but you know, exposure only, 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 um. Only, only progresses you. Sometimes it it, it progresses even it, even faster because you know you, you, that's when you start seeing people coming in to you. You got to do that work. So yep. is the, I, you know I'm, I, 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 that's the part that I I'm in. Mean, I got to put in this work and stuff like that. And you, you need know, a I niche. Get in, in front of more people. Yeah, right. And, right. and, and look, so, hey, look, and you ain't worried about no white people going to go down try to get that niche. They don't want that. Nah. Ain't nobody, nah. ain't nobody pulling up in the, nah. ain't no white people pulling up in the West End and gonna talk to black folks about insurance. No, no, no. So that, that's that's where I come in exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you I, know what I'm saying. Well, man, look, I appreciate you dedicating a, uh, a few minutes of your time. <laughs> And, uh, and I appreciate you, you calling me and, and and let me have this opportunity to, to speak to the masses, man. And uh, uh, everybody, y'all have a good night, uh, uh, a great rest of your week, a beautiful weekend and everything. Stay safe out there. And uh, think about this insurance thing. That's I'm just going to leave it right there. Uh, Andrew, I appreciate your story. Uh, and, 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 and I'm glad that you 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 you, you where you are now. Uh, uh, be, 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 be thankful for that if nothing else you know and 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 big keep doing this shit right here man yes sir get get, get, get giving people that 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 platform to be to expose themselves to market themselves to, to better themselves and all that i i that that's that's just 
shit is awesome, dude. Man, I appreciate it, man. I'm invested. All right, man. We appreciate that, man. All right. All right, now, y'all, y'all, y'all be good now. All right, oh, bro. oh, oh, I can't, I can't leave without saying. I might hang up on you. I'm gonna hang up on you. I no, don't you, don't you do that. Don't you do that. <laughs> what you about to say? You gonna get, the, you gotta get this work right here. More than me. Oh shit. I, oh, get the. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I hung up on him so fast. Yeah. I knew he was about to do it. I knew it. So. I hate when they say damn evil. Yeah. Like, what that supposed to do? This is the hype of the evil. Hey man, you far away from your phone or something, man? Cause you, you sound kind of muffled. Let's see. I'm still in the same spot. Okay. What about now? Uh, I'm probably gonna do better. Probably just call you on my phone, man. I think right. that's that's I think that's what I'm gonna do. Let me see here, because uh, yeah, here we go. You ain't got no hands free. You got your hands free device? Yeah, let me grab it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, that's me. I, I turned the speaker off. I had you coming through a speaker over here. So. And it was just sound real low and muffled. Don't sound the same like when we just having regular conversation. Right. But either way. Um, oh, let me turn this down. That's why I sound crazy. Yeah. Like I was getting some double feedback on that one. That's what was going on. Yeah. So let me turn this FaceTime window off. We know how long I have that. All right. So. Yeah. So. Let me see what else up on this on this uh, talk list, man. What we got here? What other foolery we got on there? Okay, look, man. <laughs> hey, it's about to change up in a second, but like we gonna talk about black stuff and the signs of spring with black people. Oh yeah, it's here. Yeah, I've seen a couple already. Yeah. So. We, we got to talk about, uh, you know what I'm saying, these telltale signs, man, like that, that, the, that the weather's gone, the weather's on our side now, you know what I'm saying, and it's about to be great, because I'm, I'm, I'm not a cold-natured individual, you know what I'm saying, I'm, my people tropical. Man, fuck winter, man. Winter's so trash. It's horrible. Like, you ain't got enough hours in a day. The weather trash. Toes are cold. For no reason. You got to buy special shoes. I don't wear Tim's. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, no. We, 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 that's not our season, man. Nah, man, it's super trash. I can dig a hoodie. Like, I like hoodie weather. Like, that's about cold as it needs to get for me. If it's cool enough where I can just throw on a hoodie. Mm-hmm. I, if I gotta have a hoodie and a jacket and some gloves and a hat, nah, I'm cool. I I just rather not go. Yeah, but but let me go ahead and hit you with my my randoms for uh for spring. Right, number one is the random fat dude walking with a towel on his shoulder. That lets you know we're getting there already. Yeah, you, yeah. Because I know you keep a towel. You already know me. Yeah, you keep. I got a one towel. in the car. You, I keep one. <laughs> Cause soon as it hit about seventy two, 
That's when I started to perspire. <laughs> hey, you starting to glisten? <laughs> yeah, that's like I was like, oh, that's when I get a, I get a light beat, a couple trickles from the from the right temple. <laughs> hey, so my man Chris is asked. He said, "Really washing the car before work? Really, fam? Who does that?" Well, here in Texas, um, I didn't want to believe it, but I saw um, I saw a soldier on his way to PT. And uh, for those of you who don't know, PT is Army Physical Training, and it's conducted at 6.30 in the morning, right? So, um, I go to the grocery store, um, you know, stop and get breakfast on the way into work. And Buddy coming right out of the car wash. And then he pulls over, and so, for those of you who've never been to Texas, H-E-B is a grocery store in Texas. And it's a lot like a super Walmart. It's got a car wash, gas station, and all that stuff, right? So he comes out, takes his Jeep out of there. This dude pulls out a, a bag that he keeps his, uh, apparently, rags to wash the, the vehicle off. So he out there wiping down his Jeep Wrangler before the sun even up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is on the way to PT. This is on the way to PT, bro. Okay. And then I was like, okay, maybe he had a significant event. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? Now, hey, Chris, you ain't, you ain't flaunting nothing that time of morning. Everybody going to work. Not, ain't not no, a very ain't no, outside for PT. I got to be shining on the pull-up. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, ain't nobody flexing at that time of morning. I'm trying to flex at that time of morning. Right. If I got that kind of time. Yeah, like, if I got that kind of time, I ain't got a job. I ain't never had that kind of time before PT. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, what are you really looking at? The sun ain't even up yet. You can't even see me. That's what I'm saying. Like and buddy, maybe he want that fresh glisten when everybody walking back to their car after PT. Yeah, but either way, that's still a sign of spring to me. You know what I'm saying? Because I, oh, I, yeah. it, because it was warm enough for him to even think about washing his to car. Even, to even think about it. Okay. Yeah. That's the, that's the first thing you think about. No, nah, hey like, Chris, hey you you wrong on that one too because this dude was older. Because I thought that too. I said, well maybe you know what I'm saying like it might. Nah, this dude was an older cat. Like. Oh no, this is an old head. That's definitely no, an old head. No, and when I say old head, we talking about army, army old though. You know what I'm saying? Twenty five in the army is old. Twenty five to twenty eight, you old. Yeah, that's so, an E five move. Yeah, don't get it. Don't touch it up before PT. Straight up, yeah. It, it's a yeah. E, it's a bougie E seven move too. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a nice car. Was it a nice car? Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice Jeep Wrangler. Yeah, yeah. See, you know, all bets are off when it's a nice car. Yeah, and, and Jeep Wranglers, you know what I'm saying? They start off at like. Uh, 37 to 45 you know what I'm saying so like yeah. I don't know yeah. what's expensive these days for some people but like I'm not giving no 30,000 nothing on no car yeah 30,000 30, 30, is expensive yeah I mean but that's a lot of money so let me move down to number three black men looking for plugs on the paint shop so he can kill these hoes out here this summer I got what I'm telling you. bro I got three phone calls in the last three weeks Asking me if I knew anybody that I still mess with that paint. Yeah, it's about that time. When you start getting them phone calls, it's definitely spring. Yeah. But see, this ain't it. It's, this is, they, spring is pump faking right now. Yeah. Yeah, I need everybody to slow down because it's another snowstorm left to be had. Yeah. Well, maybe where y'all at. Uh, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know for a fact it's going to snow again before when, for spring breakout. If if um, if spring in Alabama was a human being, it would be Lauren Hill. <laughs> It'd be Lauren Hill. 
with that Anna Springs classic album. <laughs> She'll be there in a minute, you know. Cause it's, just, cause it's just late like no end. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's that's coming, but it's, you know. It's horrible. Like it was last couple of days has been chilly, man. It might be 80 degrees before the end of the week. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. So, yeah, so the paint shop definitely, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I haven't paid much of my, uh, much attention to uh, the custom car scene in a while uh, because you know, I got other priorities right now and I really want to pull these toys out and play, man, but I got too many other things, too many moving parts. So, let's see here. Uh, black women cutting their hair and talking about living their best life and getting a tad on the calf muscle, you know? Like, I was just being very random with that. I don't know nobody that's saying they need a tat and then like that. But it doesn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me if that, that was the case, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I ain't going to dwell on that. With tattoos, tattoos are normally some breakup action. You think that's just a reaction more than anything? Yeah, that's just like, you know what I'm saying? I just got out of a relationship. Let me spice it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me get a little bit of control. Because, you know, everybody, you, it feels like you, you lose a little bit of control. You know what I'm saying? When you get in a relationship, then when you get out, you're like, ah. You got, you know yeah, you got to kind of reclaim your time. Yeah. You try to <laughs> mark your territory and shit. So let's go get a tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. That's when, that's when I'm, you know, they always live their best life after a breakup. I, I don't, I never understood how that works, but. Oh, okay. Because I'm, I'm normally sad after a breakup. But man, look. This is me. I don't know. Man, shut your teddy bear ass up with that shit, man. <laughs> yeah. All that Betty Crocker bacon and shit, man. Huh. <laughs> 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 Boy, shut that shit up. You know, like. Oh, oh shit. Boy, you stupid. Let's see here. Oh, and number five. This, this is like. I think that's kind of universal, no matter where you, what state you, you're in, right? Like, every, I think every region or state got something extremely specific, you know what I'm saying, based on whatever side of town they live on. But, like, one thing's universal. It's going to be some blue pits with no puppies, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with, with, with blue pit puppies with no papers, with some, some made-up uh, uh, bloodline, you know what I'm saying? This, oh, this that highest fifty seven A one bloodline. You know what I'm saying? I see out there by the area. This this the Nyquil uh, uh Lysol bloodline. You know what I'm saying? Just making up breeds. I'm like I don't care nothing about that. It's just like um one of my partners was like you know he smoked and he was saying you know like when when folks come trying to tell him what the name of the weed is. You know he's like man I don't care nothing about that. You know what I'm saying? OG Gush, Kush, uh, Purple, Purple, Purple. You know what I'm saying? Like, do it. Smoke good. You know? So, like, when you come around here with these made-up bloodlines, somebody that just want a dog, man, don't be just out here talking about they some blue pits. You know what I'm saying? And so... They just call them blue. They just call them blue. Yeah. Hey, and the other thing with Spring that didn't make my list as an honorable mention, put them big horse polo shirts up, man. Leave them shits where they at, man. Take them. Look, all of y'all with them big horse polo shirts. I know y'all got friends that just got out of jail. Get them shits away, man. They need them. Them folks that just got out of jail. The ones with the numbers on the side. Yeah. Stop it. The ones with the jersey number on the sleeve. You know what I'm saying? You don't play. You don't play running back. You don't play DB. Uh, what is that? Yo, let it go and and leave it with. You're not going. 
You're not going to Japan either, so take Kavanaugh. <laughs> yeah, and and we're not talking about the Polo assassination, not the Polo Association shirt. We're talking about the Polo assassination. With they got the whole clicker shirt, got the whole whole squad of big ass horses just running on it. They got a polo, they got an actual Polo game in progress. Yeah, <laughs> you can see the score. You can see the score. That, hey, that's what that is on the sleeve. That's the score of the Polo game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, big big horse polo shirts are the white Trash. Air Force One for fat people. Damn, don't you start talking about Air Force Ones, man. They're going to pull you off the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about just the white the white Air Force Ones. That... Um, I don't care what Air Force One. When I tell you Air Force Ones are the worst shoe of all time, man, I hate. Air Force One, man. man. Like they're just trash all around. Hey, I got throw the whole <laughs> collection away. Hey, I throw got the whole collection away. Hey, I got two pairs, but they functional. You know what I'm saying? They, they waterproof. I got a pair that I ride with because I don't want to wear motorcycle boots everywhere. But what I'm saying yeah, is, you got like the, the I got the boot duck boot. Pad? I got the I got the duck boot. Yeah, with, with, with the diamond. Those, on. Look, those are, but the straight like white. Yeah. Corn. That makes you look like a jizzy hey. cornbread box. Hey. Hey, 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 hang on, let me take this call. Yo. Call from. To accept, press 1. To send voicemail, press 2. Oops, your caller just hung up. Press 2 to call. Yo. Calling. Yo. Yo, yo, you there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to see who's trying to call in. I missed them for a second. They could probably call back. Hey, whoever that was that tried to call in, call back. You said your name too fast. It sounded like somebody was trying to speak to me an alien. I didn't know what that was. Hey, hey, look, Air Force Ones are the, um, here we go. We're going to see in a minute. Yo. You there? Accept, press one. Okay. To send a voicemail, press two. <laughs> to accept, press one. I press to send one. A voicemail, press two. Hello? Yo, I don't know what it is, man. <laughs> hey, who said it was me? Oh, that was, that was Wayne. Okay. Let me see here. Let me let me try calling him back real quick. I got him. Bang, bang, bang. Yo. Wayne. Yeah, what's good what's good, man? Hey man, just tuning in finally. Hey man, hey, you get close to the phone, man. Like your volume sound real low. Oh, I got, I got an old iPhone. I got a six. Man, man, look, leave iPhone out of this. Don't, don't you go ahead and default to that. It's an operator fault. <laughs> you're not fixing to go. You're not gonna come on. This is a pro iPhone chat, okay? Oh, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> I'm pro iPhone. Mm, okay. I'm Don't, don't come around here being pro big horses, man. Look, yo, we, we are anti big horse polo over here. Yo, I had to have a conversation with the 
How? Bruh. Bruh. How? How did you think that? Man, <laughs> I believe it, man. That, that's an irreconcilable difference. Yeah, yo, man. Uh, so she got, she thought, she thought big horse polos. I mean, she thought polo association was the same thing as Ralph Lauren. Yeah, she just saw a polo and was like, "Yeah, he got the horse." I'm like, "Nah, nah." nah. Ralph Lauren is not associated with that association. No. Hey, yo, she gonna get mad at me for this. But she thought Nike and Jordan were different brands. Dude. They come from the same company. She's like, these are easy to get Jordans or you get Nikes? I'm like, that's the same thing. Man, look. <laughs> hey, where your wife at, man? Like, she gonna see this. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> okay, what is she with? She, she, she's PDY in Ohio. Oh, so, you, you talking like she ain't coming back. But she coming back, though. Yeah. Yeah, he talking like she ain't coming back. <laughs> Hey, we gotta do something about your volume, man. Okay. I don't know what you're doing over there. I can't, I can't hear nothing when you talking. Hold on, let me switch it up. I'm gonna call right back in. Hold up. I, I, hey, let me know when you get a situation. I call you. All right. Well, you saw me back then. I'm gonna hang up and call me back. Okay. Yeah. Man, he about to get in trouble. We, we need to know. I need, I need him to speak. Yeah, I need him to speak clearly into the mic while he throws his marriage away. <laughs> <laughs> I need that kind of negativity. <laughs> Yo. Uh, we'll see in a little bit. It, I mean, I heard you then, but like, I'm just I'm just worried about people listening so they can pick it up. You see what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah. So that. Hopefully they're me. Yeah. Well, you sound like you already hiding from your wife. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't want your voice confused. Unless <laughs> 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 yeah, she happened to call in randomly, like, what you doing? Yo, like, bros, they talking about you oh, got yeah, a next kid. Yeah, they said you got a next tail, man. Yeah, somebody in the, in the timeline, my man Travio said you got a next tail, man. Not the comments. I would say it's pretty, but I ain't texted no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But hey, but what's going on, man? What what you got a um? What you got as a topic on Code Talk, man? What what you want to talk about, man? Man, I mean, I seen I seen the topics you had posted. Um, what was the one I wanted to talk about? Hold on, let me go back and look at it. All right. Where you
I was I was a military. There, look, there she go calling me. I was a military. <laughs> oh. I was in the military trying to take care of my father's burial services, and you know I didn't have money either. And everybody looked at me like they think I got money. Like, bruh, we got to take care of our family. Mm. You know what I mean? That, that that's something about being in the military that makes people think that you got extra money. Like we got enough to do pretty well, but we can't take care of everybody else. It's still a regular job, man. Like it was crazy because like he had he had older sisters, you know, he had nieces, nephews, but because I was not only his son, but his oldest son, his only son, like they thought like I could just come home and just pay for everything. And I wasn't thinking about it. You know, my, my pops died young. He's only 49. And I'm like, yo, he didn't know. He, he had a wife and everything. And, like, no, they just expected, you know, son, your son's going to take care of it. He had an army. He got it. And I, I came home to bills. Like, I was trying to figure out how to pay for his burial. And then for the next, you know, two and a half years, I was still paying on his burial. I had to pay for a tombstone. And then when it came to, you know, paying on the, the, the burial services, I'm looking for. The, I'm asking them how they how we gonna do this. They looking at me like, how you gonna do this? You know what I mean? It's crazy. Man, like blacks, the black community needs to take care of their elders better. Like they let them get old and put them in group homes, or they let them do what they do when they like drinking and partying, carrying on. But we never think about them, and that's just inevitable. Like you have to be prepared for it because if you don't, whatever you know, uh, uh, bills they have or unfinished business gonna be responsible for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if if you know you the caretaker of your family anyway. Like if you become the most responsible exactly. and the most reliable, yeah, they're gonna lean on you first. But um exactly. I mean it's some it's some other layers in that, but like yeah, I, I don't I don't think we can drive that point home hard enough because we living in times, man, where you know the reality is is that as you approach forty, you gotta think your parents are at least twenty to twenty five years older than you. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. you know, that, that's a real topic now, you know? Um, I remember it being, it's always been a real topic, but I haven't heard anything beyond of why. It's always reactionary instead of preparatory. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, that's my point. Mm-hmm. That's my point. Like, I, um, when I was talking to my mom about it, because I told her, like, I looked at my genealogy and the, the life expectancy, the life expectancy of people in my family. I'm like, all you, all the females, y'all, you know, y'all, besides my great-grandparents, y'all all died young. My, great, my grandmother died when she was 15. My other grandmother died when she was, like, 47. My dad just died at 49. Damn. You know, we died of stuff that, you know, we know about, you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, uh, uh, some other stuff. The whole, like, the whole starter pack. 50. Yeah, we're like, yo, we, we don't want to talk about it. Don't need to don't want to think about it, but we need to have a plan. And I'm like, Mom, do you have insurance? And she hit me with, like, yeah, I had it through my job, but because she has, like, diabetes and stuff, she ain't been working, so she ain't had it through her job. I'm like, yo, we have to think about life insurance for you, because I'm... if something happens, Man, somebody look, gotta take care of it. You hit a nail on the head right there. Um, black people think, we've been taught to think that the only insurance that's really available to us is what we get through uh, uh, the job that we work for. You can pay for insurance right. away from the institution you work for. Right. 
And so, so like, mm-hmm. so like one thing I wanted to like I, I wanted to say about that like I started doing research that day. I told mom, yo, I'm looking into getting insurance for you. I'll just I'll just buy 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 insurance policy. But the one thing that we don't realize is that it's harder for say a child to get insurance for a parent when they're both adults because you have so much stuff if they die you 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 would hurt financially so they have like two types of insurance they have like a burial insurance where they take care of burials and they have regular insurance but the easiest thing to do is to just have that parent take out an insurance policy and then you pay on it as long as they make you they dependent because they can take out an insurance policy on themselves all day but if you try to take it out on them it's a bunch of hoops to jump through just to get the policy in, in effect. Man, hey, so, look, like, that's what. Hey, look, when we get off when, when we get off this chat, can can you do me a favor and type that up from step one to from beginning to end on that? You know, like hell yeah, yeah, like I'd like to be able to put that out. Uh, and, and you give me so a, is it, a pros is and cons. Yes, because like it's a bunch, it's a bunch of stuff you gotta do. Like if you want to get a it's kind of like being in the military when you want to put a parent that's fit you got to prove like you pay so much percent of their, their living costs and this and that but like if you want an insurance policy on your parent and your parent is with it it's easier for them to go get the policy themselves as if they're getting it themselves and just make you a beneficiary because if you try to do it for them then the insurance people whoever's um, going to give you the insurance money they're going to make you provide a whole bunch of documentation and things the easiest way to go is just have mom or dad get an insurance policy and if you want or the one that wanted then you pay on it and they, they make you the beneficiary but I, I sent out a think about it like I was two weeks ago but I'm, I'm gonna re- revisit that and they said it's about it mm-hmm hmm man look that that's a great nugget of information right there, man. Especially from personal experience, because see, so far we've gotten it from we got it from the the person that actually sells insurance. Uh, we got Drew's personal account, you know, when when his experience uh, with with dealing with his insurance, and and then like you actually have an experience to to speak, you know, what I'm saying from firsthand and actually dealing with the aftermath of being unprepared, right? So, yes, uh, I, I think thank God, you know, if I hadn't been in the military and knew so many people in so many places, I don't even know if I would have been able to bury, pay, pay for my father's burial costs. But because, you know, I had so many, you know, battle buddies and things like that, I had support. But if I'd have been like a regular person, like military in my city, where we barely can, you know, substantiate ourselves financially, I don't know what I would have did. You know, my dad would have been in a in a in a, a regular box in the ground somewhere without a tombstone, you know what I mean? Which yeah. is a head a head space. Yeah, that's some that's something hard to uh think about when you talking about encapsulating somebody's legacy within a few days after being uh, um you know after passing. Cause that's that's a lot of stuff exactly. that happens in a in a whirlwind. You know what I'm saying? Um you know, my dad just passed back in December, and my mama had everything taken care of financially through insurance. You know, uh, gave you know that was the hard conversation that we had long before the event actually happened, and 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 then I'd be damned if it wasn't eighteen months later. You know what I'm saying? A little bit shy of anyway. So yeah, like, I mean, 
you got to start really looking at these things. Even if you in your 40s and you feel healthy as a horse, you, you know what I'm saying? It's something you got to deal with. So, uh, hang on a second. I think I lost Wayne. Did I lose you? Yeah, I huh? Oh, hang on a second. Uh, say, say that part again. I can well, still hear. You, you can still hear? Yeah, I can still hear. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know why your phone sounds so trash, though, man. Whew. <laughs> man, but yeah. Um, I mean, I appreciate that firsthand account, though, man. Um, you know, so... But uh, what what else you want to add, man? Because I'm gonna get ready to move on to another topic. If you want to hang around for a little bit before your phone hang up on you. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I'm still here, but uh, I talk about the the bitches and thing, like man. I still oh, yeah. have another personal thing for me. Yeah. And, and I I would say that addiction is disease. Like I seen the post you said, like when you when you go outside and catch crackheads, but like <laughs> I had to go through another. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm listening. I was just laughing. I had to go to quote unquote the military. What happened is I ended up getting a DUI station overseas. And they forced me to go through what they call Amiot, which was the Army Military Inpatient Outpatient Program. But it was for you know alcohol abuse. But you know I went there and then you got you got to see people that had like alcohol and drug abuse and, and they, had, they had to dig deeper they forced us to dig deeper like all, psychologically and like go into our bath and see what led us to it and the addiction of the disease however I think it's the the, the environment the, the experiences because you grow up like like me you grow up with my, like my, my pops was an alcoholic so like as, as young as eight Some people is no gray area. For some people, I think it's some flexibility on it, and I, I think it's a lot like um, uh, um, I like how many of us know a functioning cokehead or a functioning crackhead? You know, yeah, <laughs> you know, um, and then when you look at um, I, I like to try to associate conversations like this with what we deal with and see every day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and things that we can reach out and touch. So, thinking about Jake, uh, J. Cole's album last year, uh, K.O.D., right? And the whole thing was about, you know, like, different vices. You know what I'm saying? The, the vices that we do have, you know? Um, just because you don't, you don't drink or smoke don't mean you're not addicted to something or something's not a vice, you know? Um... But what I'm saying is, is that 
at some point, I, I think when when you look at if what you're doing is self-destructive and self-inflicted, yeah, you could separate. Um, and I've evolved my opinion since earlier. You know, like the actual act of doing something is the choice, but the the disease that results in it in addiction is something else. You know. But I don't think it's the same as somebody that's dying of a terminal illness. You know what I'm saying? That they couldn't control. Right. <clears throat> like, I couldn't, um, I couldn't see myself being an addict of anything and then saying, yeah, I got a disease too, but I'm talking to somebody that's got some kind of stage four cancer. You know what I'm saying? It's about context for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand the clinical interpretations. I understand that, you know. But, like, for me, it's about what I can see and touch every day. And and all of us are walking wounded to some degree. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all wear our scars differently. And we we all expose those scars differently. You, You know? Like, all of us dealing with some. You know what I'm saying? Every day. Or... We got some move that we should have made, you know what I'm saying, in the past that we revisit from from time to time when we got a lull in brain activity, right? But how you pacify that um, is is you know like you can that's what I'm saying. You can make anything a disease at this point, you know. And and that's what like that's what they were doing. Like I watched this. Um, it was uh, Dr. Umar on. I think it was. Um, the, the morning show with Chuck Charlemagne, and he was talking about how like they diagnosed with um ADHD and uh, what is the other attention deficit and some other disorder, and like how in the nineties it didn't even have those extra letters, and like they they diagnosed you with something that they can't even um fully fully diagnose if that makes sense. Like they're, they're just telling you something, and then they tell you you gotta give your kids this. And then if you don't give your kids this, then they call children's services and say you're your failure to give med- medical care to your child. So then they get their system involved and take your child away. Like it was like way crazy. But like the disease, like it, it's so many doctors that come up with so many crazy diseases that we don't know if it's true or not, but we just believe it because somebody told us so. Yeah, so so there's just so when they can have a have a way to over medicate people. Like um then 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 that that's a larger piece to uh that fits a larger piece too when you come down to talking about like the opiate industry, just prescription drugs and everything yep. else. So a lot of times I think that the drugs that is involved in treatment makes people um that that's that creates a level of disease. You know what I'm saying? When you, you, it's levels to it. You know what I'm saying. So, I don't know, man. It's just a, it's a great area for me. Don't know, when you don't know, you go out with it. Like I seen this review for this movie coming out that's based on a true story. I don't know if y'all know about like the little the little girl that like her mom kept on us. Yeah, she first she said she had cancer. Yeah, I remember. Like, yeah. Like she didn't have none of that, but she was using the system to get money but they told her that and then like what, what ended up happening like she had a walker and then she got in a motorcycle accident and then her mom told her the doctor said that she had a disease, a disease that would progress and she had to be in a wheelchair so when she was at home she was get to use a 
wheelchairs, she would get in trouble for not using wheelchair. And like her father would ask, like, hey, can she walk or not? And then, and then her mother would explain that she can walk, but it's supposed to be progressive. So girl went so many years thinking she had cancer and all kind of things. I need to find out she didn't have nothing at all. Yeah, I remember that. You go off what people tell you, you got it, and you go with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's fucking nuts. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, uh, I remember reading that story a couple of years ago, but now it's coming to the screen. That's gonna be crazy, man. What happened to the mom? Did they knock the mom up? Didn't Didn't she get killed by the girl? <clears throat> That's just the one that we know about, right? So, but um, exactly. but uh, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and move on to the next topic. Wayne, I appreciate you giving it, giving us a, a holler, man, and sharing your story. And uh, anything you want to leave uh, the masses with before you uh, hang it up? No, man. I just wanted to call in and, and, and give my two cents and tune in. Finally, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. All right, man, cool. Hey, give me get that information to me so I can put it out, though. You know what I'm saying? I want to make sure everybody get it. All right, man, I appreciate you. All right, bro. Yo. Yeah. Hey, yo, that was good right there, man. Uh, yep. It take a, it, you know, like, it take a lot to share your story when... You've been in a situation like that, you know. Um, and that's how, and that's a common story, man. Like you really see what's going on in the family when somebody died. Like for them just to expect to put all that on that man back just because he was the, you know what I'm saying. And if the dad was 49, how old was he? 25. So y'all gonna put the weight of the family on a 25 year old back? Man, that sounds irresponsible. Come on, man. That, them Come numbers on. don't even add up, you know. Come on. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Let's talk. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Because I thought responsibility went up, not down. Man. <laughs> man. So um. My man Deshay had a uh, post that I I went and found from back in the day. He said Drew Hill, boys to men, Jodeci, mid condition. 112 after 7 or whatever time they sing all were better than new edition <laughs> I can't let them do that man. <laughs> not all not all of those <laughs> hey. I'm 
not gonna let him get away with the after seven one. I'm not gonna let him do that. <laughs> not after seven. But see, man, I see y'all been shitting on new edition all day. But I got like new edition is like new edition is you know what I'm saying? Hey, hold up. About the same as the rest of the groups. Like, what's different from the rest of the groups you just named? <laughs> man, look, this, this. Hang on a second. Yo. Wayne. Yo. I guess he fat fingered down. I'm about to hang him up though. He said, "So what make them? What what make those uh, groups any different? What make them other other groups any different than New Edition? What makes them better? I guess is what I'm asking. Whew. What oh. they got New Edition ain't got. I don't know, man. That's a good question. <laughs> what Drew Hill got? That new addition ain't got. Hey, I, man, look, I'm I'm finna I'm gonna see if I can get Deshae on the phone so he can explain this post right here. I just want hey. Because I saw it, the post was funny. Yeah. Status like that, I probably should have hit him up beforehand, but I didn't think it was gonna be that serious. But go ahead, go ahead and give me the run now what you think of, of it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what what does Drew here have that New Edition don't got? Okay. What makes them better? We can break it down member for member, however however they want to do it. Mm-hmm. Because who who got the better lead singer out of New Edition, man? Hey, look, I, I had the same conversation with my man uh, uh, Terrell, and I was like, I'm not willing to say that anybody in those groups, pound for pound, can even, you know, like be in the same conversation as being better, just simply based on New Edition having Bobby Brown. Bobby, ain't nobody in no other groups ever individually been in the conversation of being the king of R&B. Without having a track record, none of them niggas was bigger than Bobby Brown. None, none of, them. of them niggas. Nobody none. from none of them groups you can name. Yep. Hey, my boy Terrell was like, he's like, if Nokia walked past you right now, you wouldn't even know who the hell he was. You wouldn't even know who he was. He would have to tell you <laughs> who he was. You wouldn't know who that fool was. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he tell you that, he'd be like, which one were you again? Like you, you would be asking him where he, who he stood next to in the group. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Like, I was the third one for Cisco most of the time. Get <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time. A couple videos, I was the fourth one for Cisco. I was, yeah, I most was... Most of the time, I was third. Yeah. The... <laughs> <laughs> we don't know you, man. Yeah. We don't know you. And I can, and I can argue that new edition is kind of like the Wu-Tang Clan. Mm. Well, go ahead, go ahead and hit me with that. 
what the Wu Tang what the Wu Tang Clan was famous for, right? It was a group at first. But every artist in that joint had a project. Yep. Yeah. You had a couple of them team up and make albums. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that too. Same same thing. You can't. They never could get back together, right? Yeah. They had a hundred reunion tours. They still don't really like each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The difference is one I ain't died yet. Yeah. Hey, you you. (laughs) So new edition is the R and B Wu Tang Clan. So they the R&B Wu-Tang Clan, they got to be better than everybody else. It's kind of true because Wu-Tang had a ton of talent in one spot. You know what I'm saying? They, and and they, they did. didn't just go off and make one album. All of those dudes had multiple albums. They got whole discographies. Go, the, Ghostface, Raekwon, right. and and Myth, they got crazy catalogs. We ain't even, Classic albums. Yeah, all of them. So, Outside the group. Even the dudes that... That wasn't that that uh that uh that highly quotable, you know what I'm saying, in terms of like being frontliners like Inspector Deck, you know what I'm saying? Uh uh you know, it's just so many different ways that, that went. And not only that, man, um like even when people talk about well Boys to Men was on the list too, and I'm like, but you can't have Boys to Men without right. new edition though. That's what I'm telling you. They are the they they're the new edition's kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. They were founded by a new edition. Yep. Well. So you got to get them out of there anyway. Yep. Or Michael Bivens, rather. Yeah, yeah, Michael Bivens, but, you know, shoot, they, they, um, they figured out a lot about the game that they could teach, too. You know what I'm saying? And, and they work ethic is ridiculous. And that's the other thing, too. They actually got back together. And did some music and toured, still touring right now. You know what I'm saying? Man, they can do it right now. How many of them other groups can? And nobody's trying to see after seven. Yeah, and and I think I think like now if you want to talk about who's better, then you have to go pound for pound. Uh, like you had to go pound for pound. Like who can just sing? You know what I'm saying? And I get it. You know, everybody ain't yeah, going. We can go by that too. Yeah, but <laughs> man, it's a. Uh, it's a slippery slope when you get to talking about that. Let me, and it was another one too. Like my man uh, Terrell came back and said, um, he, he said in contrast to that, he said I'll also take H Town, Jagged Edge, Soul for Real, Arrested Development, High Five, and Black Street, and Tony 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 over Drew Hill. He's so ridiculous, man. <laughs> Damn. Oh, Drew Hill. Yeah. I'm, Tony, 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 Tony. I'm with him on that one. Yo, he was just, he was just, uh, uh he was just starting shit though. That's he what I think. Some, he got to get soul for real out here. <laughs> he just threw that he out there. Soul for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many times you gonna play Candy Rain? <laughs> oh man. It's hey, yeah. Anything that Jacquees then went back and remade. You gotta get that. You gotta get that whole thing out of here. You gotta get it out of here. Yeah. Every time you make something, it's all out with this topic. Man. You can't have that anymore. But yeah, but they call my man a bald head life for saying that though. You know what I'm saying? Man, New Edition might be the greatest group of all time. It's quite possible. Um, It might be better than Jackson Five. Ooh. Hey, come on now. Three of them Jackson be trash. <laughs> don't, don't have me, Tito, Marley, all 
Randy. Don't have me down one of them and tell me nothing about them. Ain't nobody ever had that. Uh, y'all heard that new Marlon Jackson? Got that Randy Jackson. Everybody got that Randy Jackson. He couldn't get his spin right. That fool can't even get his spin right. Ain't nobody get that new Marlon Jackson. So don't tell me about this. So three of the Jackson Five was trash. Yeah. One was Jermaine. So and he looked like the Redskins logo. I'm just saying. Jackson Five they had one member, and the rest of the dudes was interchangeable. Like it was Michael and anybody else last name Jackson. Man, you ain't never said. So you got You ain't never said Marlon and Jermaine killed that shit. No, you ain't never heard. You ain't never fast <laughs> forward to the Jermaine to, to the Jermaine last song either. Hey, let, hey, hey, man, y'all heard what Jermaine said on that other song? <laughs> said you no one ever. Said no one ever. <laughs> No, because he ain't got no bars. He got about 40 ooze in the back, though. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> you said he, he got, got 40, 40 ooze? 40 ooze? <laughs> in the back, ad-lib key. Oh, man. He done caught that flight. He about to turn up. No. So, you already know. Come on, man. Let's the see. Jackson 5. Man. Michael Jackson and some Jackson people. Man, look. You see this, uh, I'm going to go ahead and switch top, man. I'm about to do a little trolling, man. So, you see this picture I got up here? No, what, what is it? That, that's the one where oh. I got... <laughs> where, it's their picture. Yeah. That picture. Yeah, that's the fun picture. <laughs> hey, uh, go ahead and give your synopsis on that. I got to step out for a bit. I'll be right back. That's the pe- oh, you're an asshole, man. <laughs> I'll be right back. See, that picture's the reason why he's always on Facebook, too. <laughs> I don't... Is that a guy? That's a guy. I did though. I'd call them and ask them to explain this, you know. Um, but the important part was the caption I got on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I see far too many uh, uh, folks that have negative stuff to say. So far too many black men that have far too many negative things to say, <laughs> and they all fit the, the description of folks. They go out and get these types of women. Now, mind you, that is not a woman. That is a dude. <laughs> not even close. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, like, but every time I see the same cats that are like, 
like deliberate in their disrespect, right? And and, and they they always have a white girl that look like this dude. <laughs> and then they got multiple Super babies trans. with. Mhm. Super trans. But yeah, I ain't really want to dwell on it that much, man. I just thought the picture was hilarious. No, with that mayonnaise queen. Yeah, you know these these. Uh, what, like, what, 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 what do we get from that? Are we trying to get approval from that, or are we just trying to go against the grain? You mean you mean like as far as like the interracial dating thing and 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 uh or what? Right. Hey, yo, I don't I don't care who you date, but you don't have to like. Why do you have to talk shit about the black women that you're not dating? Yeah, I I don't know, man. Um, I think that's normally a personal thing, but I limit my assessments to you know stuff I can actually have some regular interaction with to to judge. But when I see the, the when when I see it come out like that, I mean like. You don't get to say anything without being held accountable either, though. You know what I'm saying? Right, 100%. So, so like, I mean, if that's how you feel, it's in your best interest to treat it like a, a penis and keep it to yourself. It's cool that you got your own, man, but keep that shit to yourself. She passed to me, no day. She passed to me, no day. Oh, she did. 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 Tell tell Jocelyn I said what's up. She gonna be on the show in a minute. We're gonna put her on him. <laughs> she need her own Yeah, show. she need her own show. I I definitely tune in. But like I ain't gonna waste too much time. What? I watch it every day. <laughs> you, yeah, you you the you should just walk around with a camera. You know what I'm saying? Get you a nice little gimbal so to stabilize the camera. So, Man, I'm, I'm gonna do that because this my house is nuts. <laughs> right. Shit is pandemonium, man. Man, look, let me let me find that 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 uh that addiction topic, man, because like that's gonna be one that's it's gonna touch some people in a certain way, like. I know I wrote in the thread, uh, you know, that I don't see it as as a disease, you know, that some people call it to be. And and I'm talking about irrespective of clinical definitions and stuff like that. Um, right. I get the clinical definition. I get how somebody can still be qualified by it. I understand the terminology, but I'm talking about some things don't fit in all contexts, you know what I'm saying, in terms of explanation and digestion of it, you know, and it's not necessarily a refusal, it's just like, it's just different when you see, I, and I think that's, it's about placement and access, you know what I'm saying, so like, my placement and access gives me a different uh, uh, interpretation of it, you know what I'm saying, so, and and, and I'm, I'm willing to hang on to that, you know what I'm saying, I can, I can dissect where, uh, uh, it may be applicable and it's not. You know, I understand that it ain't gonna be popular every time you have something that you think should or shouldn't be handled. It's just like, uh, it's like one of them things where if if you brought up addiction being a, a disease, right? Like, where does it stop? You know, 
at some point. Because, like, okay, now you got people that say they have a sex addiction, right? So, uh, uh, you see what I'm saying? That's like, that was a, that, the floodgates open with that. But I, I think we took that out of context from the very beginning of whoever said that. Whoever said that an addiction was a disease, I don't I don't think they meant it in the literal term of a disease. I think that word was used to highlight the severity of addiction, that it can be compared to a disease in the way that people can't seem to control it. But a disease like like you were talking about the terminal illness, you can you you can't put those two because I didn't ask for a terminal illness. Like I didn't go pick up a terminal illness. Mm-hmm. Like you picked up a bottle, you picked up the drug or whatever your pills or whatever you're addicted to. You went and got that shit. Man. Like this terminal illness, so it's almost disrespectful to the terminal illness for you to also call an addiction a disease. Hey, my man Byron asked me what would I call an addiction. Any, I think an addiction is anything that um, that impairs you from doing regular stuff. Like if if you lose your job because you have an addiction, uh, you know you can't go to work on time, you know, or or if your family suffers behind whatever it is that you're doing. Because Any, anything could be an addiction. One could argue that uh, I mean we're mature enough to say that most of us are addicted to holding our phones and checking it and looking at it all the time. Yep. We all got that addiction. We can all check that box. Yeah, we all got that. Some of us are addicted to, you know, uh, uh, we can't sleep without a TV on. You know, I find that to be extremely mm-hmm. weird, but that's an addiction too. And still, you know yep. what I'm saying, it still can't function. Some of us, um, I don't know, maybe we, uh, you got to eat the same thing every time before you go to bed. And, and was in the past, we just call a midnight snack. <laughs> like, how many midnight snacks right. are you going to have before it's considered to be an addiction too? I'm just saying, what's the cutoff? And, um, because it has to be one because like, like, think about it. Let's just say, let me, let me give you an example. Let's just say R. Kelly is on trial and he says, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and say I have a sex addiction. And his lawyer advises him to say that, right? Right. And if, if if he has an addiction and it's tied to some sort of disease, because there's no limitations on it. So can you, in effect, shame him anymore because he's getting some help? Mm-hmm. He turned it on himself. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a, it's a lot of slippery stuff. Now I'm sick. Yeah, now, yeah, I'm now, now I'm sick, and now you gotta yeah. respect it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't gotta respect shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, nah, because that that shit ain't no fucking disease, man. Like, and you, you know what I'm saying? You should have been that self aware fucking twenty years ago. Thirty. Like he gave us thirty years of his life. I, I, <laughs> like, I, like damn, that's a long ass time, bro. Like that might have been like that's because we what we. We've been around, you know what I'm saying? He's been around since the, what, the, the late 90s, early 90s? Yeah, and, and I don't want to get us, uh, I don't want to get a fix on R. Kelly, but what I'm saying is I just used him as a, as a short-term example because, like, if if one of these Catholic priests ever makes it to the trial, somebody just got sentenced not too long ago, uh, and they use a sex 
uh, addiction tied to some sort of disease as the mm-hmm. cop out mm-hmm. to to running up in little boys like a birth defect. Yeah, like a birth defect. You know, and Shona used that description. Yeah, like I've been sick this whole time. Yeah. Like, that's always the last bitch effort is when the big scamper come out to try to turn yourself into the victim. Yep. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm really the I'm really the victim. Like the 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 priest when I was in when I was going through this shit, when I was five or six years old, he was fucking me. So it's like Yeah, I thought it was normal. I was brought up in It was just right, sex. I was brought up in this shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I thought that's how I was giving my ministry. That was my ministry. Yeah, like yeah, I ministered. Right. Matter of fact, that's that, that was right. that's what that's, I thought I was doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was you know what I'm saying? I thought that was that was part of the job requirement. Yeah. So we we could easily go to trial and, and you know what I'm saying? Use I could use that defense. I'm pretty a man of the cloth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and I'm and I'm in the forgiving business. I've been sitting on the other side of the confessional all this all this time. Mm-hmm. Forgiving motherfuckers. And you know I've been, I've been taking on their problems, so so I'm a I'm a byproduct yeah. of that. Come on, man. Yeah. So I got to be able to get a pass because I've been listening to all they sick ass shit for forty years. Yep. And some of that shit might have, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Some of that shit might have made me do some of some of the shit I was doing. Man, and and like look at and then when you look at okay, uh, you know when Terrence Crutcher got shot in Oklahoma. And they let the chick off that shot him. They said she had suffered acute deafness or some shit like that, but before the shots, so she couldn't hear. You know, like there's people out there that create a diagnosis for everything. You know what I'm saying? And they can diagnose, man, because it's just words. This diagnosis is just words. Yep. Mm -hmm. You can make words words just like numbers. You can make the motherfuckers do whatever you want them to do. Mm Mm-hmm. All you got to do is have somebody that's got the time and the patience to know how to sit there and play with them words. Yep. And and it does a disservice to people, you know what I'm saying, when it's when it's misappropriated. Because, like, I don't think nobody disagrees. I think everybody wants to see folks that are addicted to something get help, you know. Um, every time. Every time. Nobody wants to see nobody on it. Because, like, when nobody... Especially if your addiction is harmful to other people. Right. Um, and yeah, absolutely. Um, but I want you to be away from other people when you get your shit together. Like you can't heal out here with us, my nigga. You need nope. to go over there and heal. You can't get because out there in the dope Because no, because I don't want to have to kill you during your healing process. Yeah. So, like, I, I get the doctrinal understanding of what 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 qualifies disease and addiction. And everything else. I understand it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about the application of it. And, and you know, like, in, in how to box that in the right type of conversation and dialogue. I just wouldn't feel comfortable if 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 I had uh, uh, an addiction that somebody diagnosed as a disease. And then I'm talking to some terminally ill cancer patient. You know what I'm saying? About, you know, me trying Tell to beat them this about my disease. Right. You know, so and I think Cal hit 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 it um in a simple way that helped me, you know, box it in. He was like, um, the vice or, or drugs or alcohol is a choice. He said, but um, the addiction itself is the disease. So I can go with that. You know what I'm saying for for the sense of uh of how it looks that way. 
But I just can't remove the choice part of it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying it's got to be like some, some uh, for me, to to be able to consider it the right way. I'm not saying that it can't be be managed or whatever. It just don't seem right to me. Because like I'm so is it a so is it a disease? Is, is it a disease because I can have a drink and not be an alcoholic, but you you have a drink and you fucked up. Well, the part of it that that is, it's like we just have uh, mentally we are more predisposed than others. You know what I'm saying? So if you got alcoholics in your family, you know what I'm saying? You probably are already predisposed to that. You know, so. I mean, you can kind of look and see these things in your own family, you know, and take some common sense guesswork out of it, you know. Uh, so, I don't know, man. That, it's just such a, a touchy topic for some people because, like, you got folks that have uh, suffered some 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 loss of a family member or whatever, and they try to get over whatever it is. And some of us, we see people that are addicted to something every day. Hell, we look at ourselves sometimes and say, man, yo, I got to do better about this or whatever it might be, you know? So it's just an evolving thing, man, where, you know, uh, your your opinion on it and the doctrine that's written to define it is still going to have to be balanced out with your placement and access to it. For sure. Yeah. Let's see here. Yeah, man, that's a, that's a top of your And that's a, that's a touchy subject, man, yeah, because... It's a lot of people that's got, you know what I'm saying, that's close to people with addiction. People got addictions and they feel like they know firsthand that, you know what I'm saying, they feel like it is a disease. Mm-hmm. And so it's that that's just a, a touchy subject. I, I I definitely think that, you know what I'm saying, it's, if it is a disease, there's that's, that's levels to, you know what I'm saying, because some stuff you just can't compare that to. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't feel right if I put my, you know, myself in that shoe and, and, and trying to box it in, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm trying to... Especially when it comes down to a choice that you made. Yep. And it, and it, and it wouldn't even matter, like, if, if somebody broke it down, like, it's not my unwillingness to accept it. It's just my placement and access to it is, is limited, you know what I'm saying? So, and... We live in days and times, man, where you just can't tell me anything and I got to accept it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, sometimes we just going to disagree. And I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you that that's just not my ministry. That's for, that's for you to fight. That's not my lane. You know? I'm cool. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had a Facebook friend that inboxed me one day trying to get me to listen to some flat earth theories and it was well thought out. You know what I'm saying? According to what he was saying, I got a little bit of respect for his line of thought. But I told him, I said, I don't really care about what the shape of Earth is if it, unless it's going to change the way black people get treated. That motherfucker be shaped like a Dorito, fam. Yeah, it don't... Yeah, like, exactly. Like, you talk about the wrong shit. It's nice to have that so that's all you got to worry about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. I can't wait till I get to the point where I can give a fuck about whether the Earth is round or in a square. Like, yeah. Fam, <laughs> they trying to take me off this motherfucker whatever shape it is. They don't want me on it. Yeah. So... I don't got time to worry about if it's flat or not. Yeah, so I'm like not even, I'm not even looking at that. Don't send me that shit. I don't care. And and that's kind of be a hexagon. <laughs> and that's kind of how I look at it when it comes down to addiction and uh, uh, trying to you know see that conversation as disease. I try to put myself in the situation. Of what could I do to try to help? And 
and uh, I got to be honest with myself. I got I got different ways that I can help indirectly. I guess you know what I'm saying, because I would find it disrespectful for somebody to try to help me with something that don't even have you know what I'm saying uh, an, an inkling of what I'm dealing with. You know what I'm saying. So I can't pretend. Yeah, I'd have to pretend, and I, I don't know how to do that. So that ain't my ministry. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't do drugs. And don't don't drink your family into a coma. So, mm hmm. I just keep it simple, just don't man. Do it. Yeah. Just don't do it, and, Yeah, and if you're gonna do it, you know what I'm saying. At least have a plan. You know. Never mind. Let me let me stop. See that? That's what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm trying to keep somebody from doing it. Like uh. Because they gonna do it. Yeah. No, see, you got that. You got to have or have. You gotta have. You gotta say that. Mm-hmm. Because even though you saying, hey man, just don't do it. Somebody gonna do it. So if you're going to do it, here's my options for you, sir. Yep. All right. So we got we got one more, uh, you know what I'm saying, meme that I threw up here that, you know, piqued my interest. And it's like my favorite meme. It always comes up in my memories, you know. And uh, let me go ahead and read it. It says, the fact that jellyfish have survived for 650 million years, despite not having brains, is great news for stupid people. Okay. Smart and reasonable people of this community, we are at war and we are vastly outnumbered. <laughs> we have to outthink people, okay? Somehow the jellyfish will continue to maneuver and still have some sort of success. But in the meantime, it's important for us to recognize this like people without brains or with brains that refuse to use them and opt for something else. Um, ridiculous are going to be in our path at any given moment in time right so what we have the responsibility of is managing our energy we got to figure out what we're just going to take a glance at what we're going to just take a hard look at and what we're going to talk about and how long we're going to talk about it when we do so i threw that up there because like some of these people um, that I'm describing that fit this meme are in your family. Some of them are folks you work with every day. Some are uh, uh, people you're trying to get out of your life that you got to have a regular interaction with. You just got to know what box to put them in. So, with that being said, protect your energy, man. You know, protect your life. 100%. Don't let nobody... At all costs. At all costs. You know what I'm saying? At all costs. If you got to give somebody else hell so you can ensure your peace, then, be, then that's what your mission is. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Man, don't make it off your energy, man. Yo, if, 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 you, if you know a fight is coming, get off your ass and start it. You know what I'm saying? That right. way you can you get to your... Win. You, you might, might as well. You might as well. first boat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not fixing to explain no black guy. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. But... But yeah, give oh, I explained it. Yeah, I got this after I gave him one. <laughs> yeah, but you still got to walk around with that thing, you know. That's cool. I'm, that's how I was telling the story. He got one too. <laughs> All right, man. I ain't got nothing else, man. Like, what, what else you want to add before we uh, turn it over? Man, we um, what what else is there to talk about, man? Like, yeah, like, like the, I always like the. It's a. Free- I like the end of end the show, like. Some sports shit, but there ain't really no good sports shit coming like going on right now. Well, NFL like, free agency, 
NFL free agency been kind of crazy, man. Odell went to Cleveland. Hey, that shit crazy. Hey, the New York Giants are dumb as fuck. So, <laughs> there ain't Giants fans listening, man. Y'all might as well just go ahead and turn it off this season. Them <laughs> dudes don't know what the fuck they doing. Anytime a dude say, hey, when the dude that's supposed to have a plan get on TV and tell everybody, hey, I got a plan. I'm just not going to tell y'all what my plan is. That nigga ain't got no plan. <laughs> that man ain't got no plan, man. Hey, the TV he is got, the time to have a plan. He got on film. He got on TV and said, I got a plan. I'm just not going to tell y'all what the plan is. You remember when you was young and your brother said, that's why I, I know something you don't know. I got a yeah. secret. I'm just not going to tell you. That's exactly your what brother ain't no shit. Yeah. He ain't no shit. Mm-mm. That's what he just got on TV and said, man. They made an offer we couldn't refuse. You could have refused that offer, too. Yeah, every you offer could refused. refused. Cause you Because you, know you know who refused that offer? Man. Because that's what they do every time y'all trade. Hey, somebody get on Madden and run that shit through. And when Madden say no, they get back on ESPN and say, this was a dumbass trade. The video game wouldn't even do it. How in the hell do you trade Odell Bessel and keep Eli Manning old ass? You got a star running back, a star wide receiver, and a fucking graham cracker for a quarterback. What the hell are they doing out there? With, with no... With no, doing? with no O line, bro. No O line. You, you let a Pro Bowl safety walk away for Jabril Peppers. Yeah. A first and a third round. Not even the first half. The second half of the first round and the last pick of the third round. Who is this guy, man? <laughs> Who is this guy? Uh, hey, he gonna name Odell Beckham. He just fucked up the trade market for everybody else. You can't trade nobody else now. You really can't. You they out here giving away. They out here giving away Odell Beckham's for nothing, bro. They gave up Odell Beckham for for some uh, sugar wafers and ginger ale. Cleveland to the win the NF the AFC North, <laughs> and then and then Pittsburgh looked like a straight dumpster fire right now. I can't wait for Pittsburgh to be trash. And I hope it's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan listening. Y'all finna be trash, fam. If the Bengals... Let me let y'all in on the list. Let me let y'all in on the list. <laughs> Roethlisberger's ass. He's ass, man. He's about to throw 20 interceptions. I just want y'all to get ready for it. He's about to throw so many interceptions. You know why? Juju's double covered right now. Yeah. <laughs> they got two dudes out here right now. He's about to throw so many picks. Yo, he can't even get open James in the parking Conner lot about right to turn now. Back in the, no, James Conner about to turn back into James Conner. And Mike Tomlin going to have to tackle somebody. <laughs> this shit finna be ugly. Hey. Pittsburgh t- Steelers, y'all, are, y'all in trouble, boy. I'm telling you. So you the think. Cincinnati you- Bengals, we don't even got to talk about that. You, like the Browns, I, the Brown, everybody's so fucked up. The Browns was gonna win even if they didn't get Odell. I would have picked the Browns. Yeah. Look at the rest of the division. Yeah, I, I get it. Like they just gonna win by default. Who else? Ben Roethlisberger is about to throw so many picks. Y'all about to be mad as hell. <laughs> they gonna throw a lot of picks. Cincinnati. Who is Cincinnati's coach? I still don't even know who their coach is. Man, let me look that up because. 
that's a good no, question. That's what I'm saying. You look, you gotta look up their coach. They not, they not, you know, they ain't doing that. <laughs> oh man, hang on, I'm gonna tell you in a the second. The Browns are going to the playoffs, man. This shit is gonna be. The the uh the Cincinnati Bengals uh head coach is Zach Taylor. See what I'm saying? Look, look, How old is he? He looked like he about twelve. See. Hold on, let me let me see. And who was who quarterback coach was he last year? I'm about to find out. I'm about to go look at his uh. Cause that's cause that's the trend. Yeah. Let's see. Thirty year old quarterback coaches. He was a uh, he was at the L.A. Rams. He's thirty five years old. He was an assistant coach in the past two seasons, at, including a quarterbacks coach in two thousand eighteen. So he he may know some stuff, but you know what I'm saying. Like we already said before, though, the NFL needed to get younger at the coaching uh, level. You know, but, how, but you know it's okay. You know, black guys are young too. Yeah, that's oh man, look, we know that. <laughs> like, like hey, white dudes ain't the only ones young out here. Well, well, you know what you brought up then, um, the trend of of quarterback coaches getting hired, right? So we need to look at how many and find out how many black quarterback coaches are out there. That's gonna be less than how many black quarterbacks that are out there. <laughs> True. You gotta let us be quarterbacks first before we can fucking coach. That boy Walt said he coached the Nantucket Goats. <laughs> and then look, look at Cleveland. Cleveland ain't got no coach either. I'm, I might be a Cleveland Browns fan, man. I'm rolling with Freddie Kitchens, man. Yeah, hey. If Freddie Kitchens go out there and get it done, hey, look, he got every reason. Freddie Kitchens go out there and get it done. Yo, man. real talk, he got every reason why he can get it done, though. Because, like, we've said this Freddie, time and time Freddie again. <coughs> we said this time and time again. Coaches and um, coaches not ne- weren't necessarily great players, and Freddie Kitchens was trash. You know what I'm saying? Was trash. He, I'm calling it right now. When, when he was a quarterback Freddie at Kitchens Alabama, coach of the year. Yo, when he was a quarterback at Alabama, it looked like he was. We he, had one of our worst seasons, bro. It looked like uh, he was quarterback. Yes, it looked like he, the, he had one of them three win seasons. I think, if I'm not mistaken, and he did. He like, was the quarterback. Bruce Arians was the fucking OC. Bruh. And we were horrible that year. Bruh. Trabitch. That's trash plus garbage. It looked like I think that was ninety seven. Yeah. He was back there throwing three liter bottles. He wasn't even throwing no football. Oh, bottles. 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 <laughs> a bottle. <laughs> he was throwing bottles. <laughs> For y'all that don't know. Bottles. People with educational poverty say bala instead of bottle, okay? <laughs> I repeat, educational poverty makes people say bala instead of bottle, okay? So, they, don't, they don't use T's, man. It ain't no T's, man. T's become L's. They don't use T's. Yeah. That's why you get bala, you get love, you get all that shit. Go to the store and get me a bottle of Coke. So, Freddie, wow. it's going to be interesting, man. Like, Freddie Kitchens, man. You got Freddie Kitchens. Who else I want to see? Like, I always want to see what the Cowboys going to do. The Jazz got Nick Foles. The Jazz got Nick Foles. All right, so now it's time to put up a shutter. Yeah, because, like, if you got all the way down to the AFC Championship game, but that ain't no easy. No, that ain't no easy. 
you too late now. Yeah. Now the, the, the division been a cakewalk the last three years when y'all was told Bortles has around. Yep. Now it ain't no cakewalk because you got Deshaun Watson and they done got luck off as a line. Yep. And Tennessee so, been toting that rock. You know what I'm saying? So, I guess see what that look like too. might be one of the tougher divisions in, in the NFL next year. Now yeah. that we just went through that little list. Yo, it, it should have been. That, that, it should have been one of the. They're going to beat the shit out of each other in that division. Bro, they should have been one of the toughest over the last few years when you think about it. You know what I'm saying? It's not like. Look at, all, look at, the, look at look Houston. Look at the young quarterbacks in that division. Look at. Look. Outside of. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Mm hmm. Houston, Indianapolis, Jacksonville, and Tennessee. I always forget about Tennessee. Yep, people do. And and, and I understand why. I understand why they do, but it's cool. But they're a decent team. What, they win eight, nine games? Yeah, yeah, like they, they, they got a chance to win 10 every year. You know what I'm saying? But, like, they'll win – They'll win that tiebreaker game that probably puts out another team from the uh, division from getting in, you know? Right. So, like, you just can't overlook how they play in into the uh, playoff picture or the seeding, rather, you know, towards the end of the season. Um, so, what do you think about the Rams? You think they got – you think they'll be back? They got to show up that defense, man. I think they they get some, some help in that secondary – Cause you know they got the look, they got a pass rush anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's up with the quarterback though, because from the information I'm gathering is he's trash. Like the quarterback is actually trash. But they got the offense down down so coach, simple it masks him. No, that's saying the coach. The coach is actually the eyes. Like the coach is playing the quarterback position through. The physical body of whoever that Jerry Goff mm-hmm. through his physical body, like he's telling him, okay, this is the play, and this is the person that should be open. Throw it here. Hmm. Hell, Vic, I can do that if I had the physical tools to do it. Like I just don't have the physical tools to make whatever throw he's telling me to make. Mm-hmm. But if that's the case, because I'm telling you, that's how these young dudes is advancing so fast. Yeah, they keep it they're simple. Basically tell it, they're basically keeping it as simple as they can. And these quarterbacks go out there and they look amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's just, okay, somebody's telling you what to do. If I snatch him away from you, you're instant boo-boo. So which one of the young quarterbacks is out there um, do you see that, that can that can move without that I type of guidance? I don't, you know say, I don't trust that method. So I'm not looking at a quarterback that I have to do that with. Cause see that Sean McVay dude, he didn't care what quarterback it was, cause he knew what he was gonna do. Yeah. So I will take anybody. But I, I want to see Deshaun Watson get better, because I want to see him be able. He got to get better at pre-snap reading that, cause that's that's the whole game now. Yeah. Got to be able to read the defense before you snap the ball. Yeah. If you can't do that, you gonna have to be. You better be able to scrap. Yep. Because you can't see a blitz coming. You're not going to be able to read the blitz all the time, and that is so – you've got to be able to do that. That's why if Tom Brady couldn't do that, he'd have been out of the league five, six years ago. That's very true. you got to be able to – you've got to see that blitz coming because if he could – if he wasn't able to see that blitz coming, they'd have been rocked his slot box out of here. Yeah, because he ain't – He'd he, have so many concussions. Yeah, because Troy Aikman was the one. Look, look, right, look how Troy Aikman went out. Mm-hmm. Troy Aikman couldn't read defense pretty snap. 
Yep. That wasn't a big thing back then. Troy Troy Aikman still be calling audibles at work. Right. He and and it wasn't a need for audibles then because the defense wasn't so sophisticated. Yeah. Like it was basically you you got what they showed you, but it's only just like it's, it's only so many defensive calls you can make. So they had to start disguising it. So once they started disguising it and switching the up, okay, guess what you got to do now? Mm-hmm. You got to be able to read it before the snap, and you got to be able to read it after the snap. Everybody can't do that shit. That's why you see a lot of dudes struggle. Cause they tell you about their arm and how big they are and all that shit. Shit don't matter if you can't read a blitz, man. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of quarterbacks. That shit don't matter. Because that's the money play. Because if you can read the blitz, we going to score some points. Yeah. If you can't, we going to turn it over. Yeah, because there's plenty of quarterbacks with the physical tools that's all in the AAF right now. And you got it because you got to be able to see it. Same shit we used to, we used to go back and forth about Jalen and Tua about. Mm-hmm. Jalen got all the physical tools in the world. He got every physical tool Tua got. Except for his two eyeballs. Mm-hmm. That's yep. it. Yep, that game That was sad. the only difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Well, man, that's hey, all it was. One of these days, we got to sit down here and just talk about nothing but sports, man. And uh, we'll probably do that in one of the groups and just see how it goes, you know. Um, but, oh, that shit gonna be lit. Yeah, we need to make sure something about to happen when we do that because we do that shit in one of the groups. A fight gonna break out in a good way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like they gonna blow that college shit up. I, I think. I think after the draft, I, I think when the draft going on, I think we should probably do that. Yep. I think that'd be a good time. Hell yeah. Because I'm, I'm definitely going to say some shit that somebody's going to be ready to call the argument. Yep. So, yeah, man. But uh, it's been a good chat, man. It's episode 10, man. <laughs> Crazy, right? So, Damn, shit. man, look, we yeah, might. Yeah, I think after the NFL draft, we'll probably turn off for a little bit so I can dabble in uh, some other uh, uh, things I need to take care of and finished writing this book, you know, I started um, my draft and stuff on it, man, and um, I'm about to start moving around a lot, catching flights and stuff, you know what I'm saying, between work and, you know, other stuff I got to be present for, but, man, uh, it's been another good chat, bro. All right, my boy. Yes, sir. We'll I'll let you on the other side, man. Absolutely, man. One. Yep.